Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Drink, 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 drink. Oh, shit! Reunited at last. And I am in studio. Man, this feels good. It feels really good. You know it didn't feel good, Daniel? Oh, shut the fuck up. Ohio State getting trounced. Oh, I thought you were going to say that you came even in the Fight Club game of the week. Yeah. Well, I knew that was going to happen. I didn't really This was a bittersweet week for you. It was. It was was an eye-opener, to say the least. Um, because everybody out there has hit us up and said, dude, what happened to Ohio State? You're going to fucking talk about it. You're going to fucking talk about it. I, I will. Um, right after we announce our special guest, tell the audience who we got here. We have Xander. Uh, I think your name is Bobby Boucher, actually, right? Pa- he's the Pablo, water boy. Pablo he's, Boucher. yeah, he's, he's um, uh, He's the guy that brings us all this delicious H-Factor water all the time. All the time. This is our yeah. favorite fucking water on the planet. It's, it's really got, good. It's, you explain it better than I do. It's hydrogen infused, but you pound the entire thing at one, one sitting. Well, yeah, for the best effect, you definitely want to just crush it. Just, uh, so, so molecular hydrogen moves really fast, so once you get a concentrated amount of that in you... Yeah, so we've been going to a lot of games together, and players are actually walking off the sideline mid-game grabbing the water, pounding it, and going back into the game. And that's real. Anybody who follows H-Factor Water on uh, Instagram, you can literally see you on the field just lining it up, and then the players are coming and drinking it. I think it really started big with the – I mean, when I saw you guys turn was with the Warriors during the finals this year. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Like, everybody on the goddamn bench was drinking this shit. And usually – well, not on the bench, but behind the bench because they can't drink labeled stuff on the bench. Yeah, Gatorade owns everything. Pepsi, I guess, technically. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's a little unfair to the little guys like us, but, you know, I mean, look, if you pay for it, you pay for it. Man, I look, we, we've been seeing it pop up everywhere. We drink it everywhere we go. It is the best cure for hangovers also if you're not an oh, athlete. Yeah. <laughs> Which, we look, I consider myself an athlete of drinking. Oh, yeah, I'm a professional alcoholic. We yeah. talked about this when we had Duro on the show a month ago or so. I'd have one before and after I start drinking. You have to. Yeah. You have to. Uh, look, Xander, we appreciate you stopping by the show. Uh, not only do you have the best water on the planet, you're also a, a decent handicapper. Handicapper when it comes to bets. I uh, wouldn't say you're in my league, but you're pretty goddamn close. Um, but with that, we've got some sponsors, and I'll, I'll talk about the fucking Ohio State thing. Uh, first of all, mybookie.com. Mybookie.com is doubling your bets for Drinking Bros listeners. We were uh, 76% over the weekend is what we were. Yeah, so we're at like 78, 76 to 78 on the season. Which is like crazy. Yeah. Uh, bad Beats, um, Oregon, obviously. Jesus Christ. Yep. Uh, and then I had the Falcons over, which I, magically two shitty defenses decided Step to up, play yeah. defense. Like, what the fuck happened? Weird score because the over-under was 52 in that game, but both quarterbacks threw for like 350 yards. Yeah, it was really Explain weird. Explain that to me. Well, I saw it. Here's the... Two, there were two plays on not back-to-back drives, but drives two out of three drives where Matt Ryan had a third and five. Yep, and he threw a fucking underpass to a running back who was behind the line of scrimmage two times. Yeah, on third and five. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Uh, c- crazy. Wait, this is the game, last night's game. Yeah, last night, yeah. the Monday night game. The, yeah, the Monday night game where I got a last-second text from. Dan saying, take the over. You said, what were the locks, right? Are you, yeah. You were asking me about picks earlier in the uh, week. That, yeah. that, uh, that was a lock for us. That, that, that was, man. And yeah. that was one of our favorite games. And um, 
Uh, yeah. At 52 for dude, you, you have Giants, two of the Falcons. worst defenses so in the league. Should I confess this and answer that I actually took that? The moment I went right on, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On mybookie.com. Mybookie.com. And you bet it. I put a couple hundred dollars on that. Yeah. Over. That did not happen. It, that, was, yep. uh, that was a bad beat. And it, look, occasionally it happens, obviously. But I will say this you know, we're at an average season of 78%, I don't know who's doing better than that. But we, we own the losses, man. I own this fucking, that's Oregon game. I own that over in the Falcons game, and I own uh, the Ohio State loss. But go to mybookie.com. They will double your bets for Drinking Bros listeners, anywhere from 100 to 3,000. And we, we, we also crossed the half deal. million mark this week, Dan. Um, over a half a million dollars. Drinking Bros have won over a half a million dollars uh, on mybookie.com. And you we're what, super stoked about that. Yeah, yeah. You know what that means to me? If we go to uh, Drinking Bros events, you need to be buying us drinks, guys. Yeah. Because we're making you fucking money out there. Yeah, and um, again. And drugs. Very just good. pick them all. Just pick what we're doing. Yeah. Um, do you tax this at all? Like the winnings, like the followers? Is there a way to like, you know, kind of like say, hey, look, like we're not asking for percentages, but you should send us like a case of beer. No, that's what I'm saying. When we're on the road at these events, I'm asking Drinking Bros to buy Free me. That's it. Booze and drugs. <laughs> yeah, buy it's a me free booze show, and drugs. Free picks, really, booze and know, drugs. New Orleans. You're gonna be in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're yeah, we're be going to New Orleans, Orleans next week, oh, November second through the fourth. Yes, yes. Yeah. 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 So we're doing uh, a live show live from the tailgates. Uh, Clayne Crawford is our guest, formerly of of Lethal Weapon, and then yep. uh, also Graham Allen just hit me up, and Graham Allen said he's oh, in nice. as well. So it's gonna be a big show, long day. Finally, just got named as the night game today. Today, it's yeah, gonna be that the prime was, but we game. knew it was going to be the night game. We did. So here's Jesus what here's Christ, what that why means. Why wait a week? Here's what that means for Drinking Bros in, in the New Orleans area is that Ross, myself, Clayne Crawford, and Josh Harkis, who you all know from the road, are going to be going fucking wild. Yeah, on Friday night. And uh, are you going to be there Friday? I'm going to be there Friday. So Nolens. Xander's going to be there as well. We're going to be getting fucked we'll up We'll be at somewhere. Tropical Isle getting yeah. fucked up um, yeah. off of hand grenades. So if you want to come get your butthole signed, that's the place to come. That's where you got to spread your cheeks. Yep. Show me that rusty um, sheriff's please, badge. And please show up with a waxed or shaved asshole. Don't, I don't want to sign a hairy butthole. Nah, nobody again. wants to. Nobody wants to. Uh, but go to mybookie.com and uh, bet with us. Get wet with us. And uh, get your asshole signed with us uh, next week in New Orleans. Next up, we got ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. I love that they've just created a landing space just for us, and that's it. Um, finest beds on the planet. Came into San Antonio, long flights, long dong, needed to stretch all my shit. And Matt, not only does he have a, a ghost bed as his main bed, but it was the guest, the guest bed. Same in How my nice house. Is that? Yeah. Same in my, and I also have an extra ghost pillow for my bed and my guest bed for dudes to rest their dogs on. That's what. That's yeah. Like that's, my dog sleeps on its own ghost pillow. You you have to put your dick on a ghost pillow if you don't. If you haven't tried the ghost pillow, it's it's memory that that memory foam. So it'll remember your dick. Oh yeah, it remembers um, in case your you dick. forget it, and it won't me to you either. No, it won't. It won't. And that's the beauty of ghostbed.com. Um, Casey Anthony sleeps in one. Uh, they don't discriminate who sleeps in their beds. She's looking to have another kid, by the way. Is she really? She's like a shark. You know, sharks eat like 30% of their babies. Yeah. They pop out, so she's got a murder, dude. Well, OJ's still looking for the real killers. So, um, you know, look, if you're going to murder someone or, uh, get murdered, um, best place to do is in a ghost bed. Absolutely. It's a, Cause it's a beautiful sleep. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can sleep forever. On sleep's so things. good, it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween's just around the corner. Might as well get yourself a mattress uh, to get fucked on. Um, I don't know if they've taken that trademark, but they should. I, I offered it to them. Sleep's so good, it's scary. Yeah. Uh, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros for all the deals. 
Um, dude, uh, they're they're they've got some cooling mattresses, some cooling sheets now. Um, they've got the fucking adjustable base, and you know I'm all about that base, dude. It's got USB ports, flashlights, all that shit. Uh, big fan of ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Go there. Get all the fucking deals. Their bundle packages are like $400 off. And they have a pay-as-you-go program, which I definitely would not do. So do it while it's still up because, yeah. let's face it, mattresses can get a little pricey here and there. Uh, last but not least, D'Anthony. We're at world headquarters of Black Rifle Coffee. There it is. Dot com. Yeah. Yeah, we're at dot com. Uh, we got a we got a, a promo code too of sports for twenty percent off at blackrivalcoffee.com. We're we're at the headquarters. We're in the belly of the beast. We're in the land of the apes here. It's nice. I like it. Yeah, nice yeah. nice little headquarters. A lot of dogs. Good. You dude. guys are there's dog lot, friendly. There's, there's like on any given day. Uh, I don't know, like eight to eight 50, dogs. Yeah. Eight to fifteen dogs, depending on who shows up. Yeah. We have guests or whatever the case is. Yeah. A lot like Afghanistan. Um, um, dogs running around, right? Yeah. No? No? Is that not true? No, that's not ah, true. You know, I've never been there. Uh, making up facts. So, um, yeah, Well, you know who was like there it. is Brian Williams. Yeah, he was and always Hillary, there. And Hillary, under yeah. sniper fire at the same time. Brian Williams was also in Dallas when JF, uh, JFK got assassinated. Yeah, he was holding his brains in, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was the guy in the back of the thing. Fuck Brian Williams. His daughter's hot as fuck. Though, I know. Right? I on. know. Um, Who's Brian Williams? He's Jesus a news Christ, reporter. Sander. Come on, Sander. Come on. Go to brcc.com. Sign up for the Coffee Club of the Month. BlackRifleCoffee.com. Uh, the, the, the Coffee Club of the Month, it's where it's at. It's it is. About we $4 have cheaper a, than Costco, too. It is, yeah. And we got a new uh, Coffee Club landing page, so you get access to all of our content before it comes out, all the products before they get launched, all yeah. new products. You get special deals. How you get all the it? partner deals. It's amazing. Yeah, and, and join Drinking Bros. Sports. He's, a, he's asking how much it is. So we have uh, different options. You have a one-bagger option. Like, so one bag, you can choose one to four bags per shipment, and you can choose seven days, 14 days, 21 days, 30 days, or 60 days, right? So what's, like, the, the entry level and what's, like, the max Well, it level? depends on how much you drink. I want to go all – I'm a – addict i drink a lot of coffee well see there's actually new logic on the coffee club page that says how much coffee do you drink per day or per week and it tells right. you how much to buy look at that Shit, yeah look at you two fucks yeah, it's great a couple of segway sally's working together that's a nice thing uh it's like paul blart you know He's riding a segway through the mall who's the paul blart in that situation you, you, you tell me who's riding who who's zooming who huh that makes me want to huh? grow a mustache. Yeah. Oh, fuck. We're going to get into that Steve, Steve Preet's Fontaine bet we have yeah, coming is. up. Uh, but first, first up, I want to talk about Ohio State. Oh, yeah, boy. they got shithoused. Yeah, they, they got shithoused. A lot of people ask me if, if, if I was angry or pissed or if I threw the TV out the window. I didn't. I thought they showed up. They looked uh, lifeless. Yep. I thought they looked like that in the Penn State game. Yep. Um, I'm they feeling were, a little Ohio State right now. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. little lifeless under the weather. He's a feeling tired. a little Conor McGregor right now. Yeah, also tired coming into that fight. Exactly, there. exactly. So with with that with Ohio State losing, I'm I'm not that angry because you know, look, if you listen to the sports show since day one, we said I, I and I am going to stand by Clemson, but I still think it's Clemson or Alabama's to lose. I didn't think Ohio State would would win the national championship this year. Um, that was a piss poor showing against Purdue, but. Uh, I got a couple big predictions on this one that, that would probably shock the audience because everybody's like, oh, you're a fucking Homer, Ohio State fan. Um, something something looks, looks seriously 
wrong with Urban Meyer. Uh, we've got to. We were talking about it during the game. He looked weird on the sideline. Yes, like he's sick. And or we've seen something. we've seen them up close and personal now. And we, yeah. we usually now have field passes to all the shit. Well, we were there this first game back. Yeah, right? and and, and it he does not look well. And, and I I don't I can't put my finger on it. Whether it's stress or whether it's a bigger health issue. And I know there's a lot of jokes from Florida fans about you know he faked a heart attack to get out of there. But uh, in this case. Something doesn't look right with him. And the team itself, after he came back, hasn't looked that great. We looked better when our interim coach, uh, that day guy, was there. And I- I'm not sure if-, if Urban Meyer is still coaching after this season at Ohio State. Yeah, he may, he may retire after this year, to be honest. So I, I don't know what's going to happen with them, um, but the team looks listless as well. And, uh, well, do you think they caught a case of the, hey, we got a buy coming up? Let's fucking coast through this one. Look, they because do this. Before, they they before do every that, year because we got housed by Iowa last year. Same thing. Before the thing. Bye, yeah. yeah, right and before I, the bye. But I kind of felt like after Boza went out, they they held it together for a little while. But I I I was waiting on the arc. I was waiting on them to fuck from right. the bottom to fall out of a game that they should not have lost, and th- this was it. Yeah. So, how do they react? Well, last okay. So so going back to last year's team because I thought last year's team looked identical to this one where they just weren't up for games. They were coming back and beating people towards the end. Um, after the yeah, bye week. You can't week, rely on that. Uh, exactly. And after the bye week, they recovered and won out the rest of the year. Yeah. Beat Michigan, yeah. won the bowl game, crushed USC. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bowl game that crushed you know, Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship. The, the fucked up thing, too, is this. Uh, I don't, I, look, I didn't think they were a number two team like they were last week. But the fucked up thing is this. If they went out. They probably still get in the college football playoffs, and I don't think they necessarily deserve to be there. And you might ask, well, who who gets that fourth spot then? I would say if if UCF stays undefeated for two years straight, you've got to give it to them. I have four. so many notes about this right now, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna go into them now. So they're playing Houston this week, and Houston is has, a decent squad. They have the most prolific offense in college football yes. based on the competition that they're against. Right, right. So they're in the American Conference too, um, and they're playing. Houston's playing South Florida this week. So last week there were three teams from the American Conference in the top twenty-five: Cincinnati, yep. South Florida, and UCF. Yeah. And if Houston beats South Florida this week, they're going to go into that'll be four teams this year from the American Conference that would would have been in the top twenty-five at some point. Is the committee Correct. making a statement this year that's going to bolster UCF for next year? That's what I'm asking. Or this year. Towards the end of this season, when UCF wins out, and they probably will, are they going to get that spot based on? Because we've never seen four American Conference teams or even three in the top twenty-five ever before. Right, it's never happened before. And, and I'll, I'll I'll go even bigger with this, uh, just to prove that it, it really is about the show and less about my homerness. Let's say Ohio State wins out, um, and it's and, and again we're assuming Notre Dame gets a loss in here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because we don't think that team is, is, is that good. Um, but let's say Ohio State wins out, and then you're down to a one-loss Ohio State team versus an undefeated UCF team. I, I'm personally going on record and saying put the, put the undefeated UCF team in there. They haven't lost a game in like 6,000 fucking games. You yep. have to give them a shot. And I, that's I was, so do I. I. I think the same thing. I was talking to Frank about this earlier, and the conversation basically ended with, if you give them a shot, at one of these big teams and they fucking win, then you got to take them seriously. You got to take the whole American conference seriously. 
If yeah. They, if they get fucking shit stomped, yeah. then fucking UFC fans got to shut the fuck up now. Yeah. UCF fans, rather. Look, right. they're the defending national champions, Dan. So <laughs> we uh, we need to show them the proper. I respect. was talking shit to a couple of drinking bros this week that are from Florida. Yeah, and I was like, uh, they thought it was actually really funny the just throw yourself a parade. Thing. <laughs> they're they're good sports. Down I there. think that should have happened. I'm surprised they didn't do that. Like you were undefeated. No, they did. They did. They did. Okay, they they did. And they gave out national parade. championship rings. Yes. Oh no shit. Oh yeah. 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 They, they, they went they did the whole thing. They went. Wow. They, they raised the banner. There's a banner. Like That's they have. They, they have wow. the whole you thing. Do, you deserve a banner. Yeah. So I'm I'm saying this. I'm going on record saying this. If they go undefeated again and it comes down to let's say Ohio State wins out or Michigan wins out, I, I don't think either of them deserve it because they have a loss. I would put UCF in there after going two years undefeated yep. if that's what happens. And then Notre Dame. We'll have to go through their schedule. I think Notre Dame loses somewhere along the way. They, but they don't have a conference. Week, they, they they don't have a conference championship. I'm with you on that, and we're going to get to that game, and I'm excited about it. Navy is tough. Um, yeah. It's plus twenty four. Twenty four and a half. It's crazy. It's a, it's absolutely crazy. Twenty four and a half. Um, but we got the the World Series is starting right now. Um, we got Chris Sale against Kershaw. Uh, That's Peyton Kershaw. Has there when, when's the That's last time under. we had a lefty lefty matchup like that in the, game Man, the World Series? I wish we were there. Fenway game one yeah. for this game. We would definitely holy shit because we would both versus West Coast. We would both show up in blue the, versus listen, red. Let me let me tell blood. you. Yeah. Let me let me tell you something about Ross and I. We're a piece of shit trolls. Mm. We would both show up in Yankees uniforms for sure, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because we don't give a fuck, and they, we think that's funny. Yeah, we would show up in A Rod uniforms. Both of Oof, us. it'd be great. A Rod Boston. They uniforms. almost got him. Dude. I know. He was talking about that on SportsCenter the other night. That was so funny. I fucking hate A-Rod, So A-Rod lost a bet, and he had to come out on to fucking baseball tonight wearing the fucking uh, Boston. Yeah, he's he's a Fox Sports guy. Or Fox Sports, I'm sorry. I'm surprised they let him on the air. I am am too. Um, It's a a weird – David Ortiz is on it. Yeah, Big Poppy's already on it. He's the worst. You you can't understand. No one understands what he's saying, but he's a great guy. I love David Ortiz. Great guy. I'm not saying he should have that fucking job. but uh, I wasn't talking about talent. Just just for integrity's sake, Alex Rodriguez. uh, The worst. The worst. Him and J-Lo deserve each other. They're two fucking people who are – that's a match made in in, in What's wrong with J-Lo? She's a nightmare to work with. You know, J-Lo, when she goes to a new concert she, venue, requests a fresh toilet seat and the wrapper. I, I was going to say. This is, not, this is not a joke. I swear to God. Her writer is, is, is crazy. Yo, I know, that's actually smart, guys. Listen, Give her credit for that. No, a fresh toilet seat? No, no, no. She, she has genius. to. I'm, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> this is not a joke. This is not a joke. Like all my, you I know, know it's not a joke. You, you know, I've seen her writer. Yeah, you know I'm, the background of the people serious. in this company and where we come from. Like I've done security details. For high-profile people like yeah. that, and I, people I know have worked directly for her a number of times, and they say she has to watch the new toilet seat be installed. That's great. I love it. That's I, not great. That's a lot of power. That I, is insane. It is. Hey, watch, I would like watch a new one every throne. time I take a shit every day. Just watch install throne, a new one. Bro. I just want a new, a fresh. It's like it's like Puff Daddy in his boxers. He throws the fucking. He only wears what boxers wants, and then throws them away. Why is he wearing boxers anyways at 1995? Ah, I, I think boxer briefs exist, my friend. Yeah, but he—he he, he, it's his own company. It's Sean Johns, so it's just like fuck way. it. Why do you I don't give a shit. Ah, uh, you will make, give a shit his, one day. Have his company make boxer briefs and then keep your nuts secure. Look, I think he does, but he just—he only wears one, and then he. Checks I've got it. a hammer. Yeah, and I've got to keep like that thing secure right? close to my body at all times. <laughs> <laughs> you lose a lot of body heat when your dick's is big. You do, you do. Since we're talking about the World Series, who who you got tonight, uh, Xander? Oh man, you know what. 
It's hard to beat it. It's hard. He's to beat an Boston LA guy. Boston. I, no, I am an LA guy. I had to choose an LA team. My buddy actually pitched for the Angels, and I'm, I I did go Dodgers, but I just don't see the Dodgers beating the Sox in Boston mm. tonight. This I game, don't either. This game I, is I over Boston five. This, yeah, yeah. This is this is a four-one series for for Boston. Fuck yeah! Uh, we'll Ooh. find out. Boston is the best team I've seen on paper in twenty-five. Years. They've just wiped. they have. There are no holes. They have They're wiped good. the league with their ass this season. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. even know they were the number one seed. Like I was like, how did they just do they that? Won they won 190 games. games. Like Everyone turned their back to look at all these Astros and everybody, and they turned around, and Boston's number one. Well, Astros yeah. have what typically succeeds in the postseason. That's power right-handed pitching. Yep. They have Verlander. They got uh, Garrett Cole. They got Charlie Morton. That typically will win you some stuff. But Boston is just so fucking good, dude. Yeah. At every facet of the game. Putting the house on Boston yeah. tonight. Um, I think the Umps gifted them a game in that Houston series, but I'm not going to get into oh, that. Oh, God. Here we go. Ah, here we go. Here you know, we go. You know, you know Bush right. did 9 11, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> this he guy with his fucking conspiracy. I'm, dude, what the fuck? Brian Williams was the only person that survived <laughs> the, 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 the plane crash into the. <laughs> no, it was Steve building. Ranazisi and, and Brian Williams, right? Yeah. yeah. Steve Ranazisi from the league. Who? who? Oh, yeah, yeah. That guy. Anybody who fakes a 9 11 story. Um, yeah, there's a special a real place for piece of shit right there, buddy. <laughs> One of those planes, right? Well, remember the German tourist? Whatever happened to him? Uh, remember that photo of him, like on the oh, with the plane? I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was just like, ah, oh. uh, like that, the original was a, photo bomb. Yeah, it was. It was like the <laughs> like uh, for real. That was like the first meme ever. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> the Let's get bombs. to the picks, shall we, kids? We're gonna start um, off I'm with uh, college football. Baylor. At West Virginia. That's a game. So West Virginia's last game didn't look great. No, they did not. And Will Greer, my pick for the Heisman, and he can still Gone. get back in it. Nah, he's out. He it's, can get back to us. It's to us to, to lose, and I think it's Haskins. You can't lose two. to Iowa. The, the, the top three who they're going to invite, it's going to be Tua, Haskins, and uh, that other fucking kid, Kyler Murray from... Uh, yeah, Murray. Yep. Yeah. From, from Oklahoma. We, uh, we'll see. There's still four weeks left. So with with this Baylor West Virginia game thirteen and a half that's a lot of points, man. Um, it is, but I feel like West Virginia got embarrassed and they got to come back and stomp Baylor's yeah, ass. And it they're, is, they're, yeah. They're, they're at home. Although West Virginia yeah. doesn't typically play any better at home than they do on the road historically, but I think they win this by two touchdowns. That thirteen and a half to me is a. Where are you getting thirteen and a half? I've this is I'm on ESPN, This homie. is the Thursday night game. Well, I'm on CBS. You guys are on. Yeah, TV. CBS yeah. is for peasants. C- CBS is for a garbage people. Yeah. Sorry. Do you need to go? Because there's <laughs> trash in the hallway. Do you need to go pick that up? Because you're a fucking garbage person on CBS. You still look at ESPN. What does Jesus it say about Christ. you? ESPN pulls their lines directly ESPN from the Vegas shit. line. Yeah, you guys yeah, ever yeah, listen yeah. to Ryan? Rus- <clears throat> so ESPN is shit, guys. They don't. No, know you can they talk shit. No, we know. But these are all Vegas my bookie odds. Like it doesn't. Okay. All right. All right. Then we'll go. Doesn't really matter. But. Anyways, at 13 and a half, I feel like they're trying to bait people into taking that Baylor. Yeah. So that's all that is. When you see a, when you see a half okay. below a score, so it's nine and a half, six and a half, 13 and a half, they're always trying to bait you into gambling on that. Oh, they, yeah. They think it's going to end in a two touchdown game, so take their fucking advice. Bet on this right now while it's 13 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like this game. Uh, next up, we, and this is the Thursday night game, by the way. So if you're looking to get, get wet on this one, it's going to be about 50 in Morgantown. There's gonna be a lot of fucking girls there with uh, beaver dips in. This is a this is a game that I, like I've partied there in a night game. It's a fucking blast. They go bug fuck up if in there. If you're related to anybody near there, you're probably gonna get laid. Yeah, by your relative or your relative. Yeah, yeah it's just uh, God. You beat me by a half oh. point, Dan. Half a second. <laughs> oh, half point. Half Halloway. point. Halloway. <laughs> uh, next up, we get Appalachian State 
enter in the top 25, much deserved, against Georgia Southern. Uh, spread is 8.5 for Appy State, uh, minus 8.5 for Appy State. It's at Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern's got a decent squad. They always do. They do. This they is played, a tough game. They played, uh, who did they beat earlier in the season? Or they played somebody really tough. Who was it? Was it Clemson? Yeah, yeah. 38-39, that I, I, game? I believe so. Um, but well, uh, no, the, no, no, no. Who was it? Xander, before we, before we came on the show, um, with a game like this, I want, I want to get into oh, why yes. I don't pick off-the-grid games. This is not an off-the-grid game. It, it's, uh, what is that? Is that a 25 next it is. to Appalachian Can you State? tell me who the quarterback is of Georgia Southern? Can you tell me who the quarterback is of Appalachian State? No. And that's, exactly. that's, why, that, that's why we don't get into games like this. <laughs> okay. and, and a lot of people ask well, that all the, way, the time. By the way, like, Zach hey, Thomas. Why don't, like, uh, uh, Craig Delesky with the Iowa game. And I was like, dude, wait till your team is ranked. And we'll, let, me, we'll start, let me stop you right there. We'll Craig Delesky, you personally can go fuck yourself, buddy. <laughs> you and Iowa, the whole state can go fuck itself. I, I picked with Craig. I'm I, with you, Craig. I, I picked you. that team, on, and I, it was another winner for I should have stabbed that motherfucker in, in Pennsylvania. When uh, I it was great. Craig, I'm with <laughs> you. Another death. I, I won some money on that game, and I picked Iowa. But this is why, again, this is why we don't go off the grid games on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's simply for the fact of this, Xander. It's, pre- it's pretty easy. These teams don't get a lot of press. They don't get a lot of coverage. Therefore, right. if, if somebody gets injured for one of these teams. Mm-hmm. You don't know about it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so there, it's really hard to pick out. I don't want to tell. And Dan and I have been honest with the listeners since day one. Because we, we, we will pick the games every week. Mm. But. We're also honest about who you sh- shouldn't bet. Like, you shouldn't touch that game because there's not enough information about it. So, like, this Appalachian State game. I, it's not. It's Georgia I w- Southern. There's, for, there's, for the, a, there's for the inf- show. Okay, there's information, but all right. It, but it, there is, but you really got to hunt and peck websites. for it. And I don't, feel, but I don't feel confident telling other people to bet on games that I don't have enough information about. So, like, this Appalachian State game, perfect example. On the show, um, I'm, I'm going to take Appalachian State. In real life, I do not bet this game at all because I don't. There's not enough information out about it, and truthfully, you you could flip a coin. And if if you if I woke up the next day and I saw that Georgia Southern won, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I just wouldn't. You got a team you that's six and one and five care. and one. Because you didn't care beforehand, so you're not gonna, you know, it's not going to affect you. Exactly. So I can't tell the listeners, hey man, go out and with with confidence bet this like. I, I, these teams are really hard to to, to follow, man. Yeah. Uh, and to try to get information on Georgia Southern, who was look, they were a D two school. You'd have to type in their website and look at their sports. Yeah, I, go to all the shit. Like, and I'm from Georgia. I know Georgia Southern. I've been to this school. I've partied there. It's a, it's a very small school. I'm only saying that the information is there. You just have to actually do a little more hunting. You can't just go to ESPN or or Bleacher Report. Like, you actually have to dig. Like, you have to. Go to their personal website, see what they're saying about the players who are injured. Sure, but like but that. to but to put money on schools like in North Texas or somebody like that, I, I, I don't know if their kicker gets hurt. I don't know their kicker's name. Like here's me. here's the thing though, we don't want to fucking gamble with other people's money. Yeah, like we get about twenty two percent of our picks wrong, but we get seventy eight percent right. And we take that seriously. Yeah, yeah. That's I, that's why we don't fuck around. So you should do a little more research, like going to the websites. Well, I'm not going off no. the grid games for the listeners. Like, there's right. not, so, not one fucking prayer. Would I, I would I would I tell somebody out there oh, oh. who's listening to the show to bet on Central Arkansas State? Like, I'm I, not going to do it. 
what what the, that Baylor West Virginia game right? So Baylor's trash. You consider Baylor trash? West Virginia. We've got Will. Well, you take I think Baylor's a tough time, Heisman. I think Baylor's decent. Like, look, I I picked them uh, with the points against Texas a couple weeks ago, and they and they came through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, those are yeah for sure down the road rival schools. They've played each but other. But Baylor, if, if 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 there's a major injury for Baylor, or there's a change like it's going to pop up in your feed. If there's something for Georgia Southern that the punter got hurt. Nobody's gonna fucking post anything about that. I don't want to hunt and peck for all this shit and tell people to bet on that when these schools are just too tiny for me to care. That's, and truthfully, yeah. I just I just don't know. And we intentionally do the show on Tuesday and publish it Tuesday night so people can get these early picks in. So that first game, uh, Baylor West Virginia, it's at thirteen and a half. Like I said, to bait people into betting to take Baylor with the points. Yep. Right. I mean, which is which is wild. Maybe they only get ten. Maybe maybe it's only a ten-point game. Yeah, is what I'm saying. So uh, we do it early in the week, and we don't get those updates on Georgia Southern to tell people, hey, if you didn't bet on that fucking Georgia Southern game yet, don't bet on it because now it's too close, or now somebody's hurt, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's that's all he's saying. Um, So with with that being said, I I don't put real American dollars on this game. Uh, I'm I'm going to take App State just because they're App State. And it's Boone, North Carolina, and congratulations. Boone, North Carolina is but, one of the uh, most beautiful places on earth. By the way, where your great. fucking family hid during the hurricane, yeah, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Hid. Like, like my wife was Aunt Frank. Um, no. She was writing a diary. <laughs> I, I wanna, so, so Jesse spanked me. Because she beats you in she, fantasy football. Jesse fucking you. spanked me on, oh, God. In fantasy what? football this week, yeah. Jesse yeah. did? She's, she, she's My wife number is number one, one in the Champions League, and then the other wow. Champions League, I'm number one. Yeah. Wow. Um, Pat Mahomes and Kareem Hunt. I dropped. She what, has Mahomes and Hunt on the same team. It's not even fair. Oh, it's oh, great. Yeah. It's great because she listens to the show. She listens to me. Sleeper of the year was Pat Mahomes. I'm pretty sure. All my I'm pretty sure Jesse would say that you listen to her. Ah, but either way, that's true. Uh, she wears my pants in the house. Mm. That's weird. Eh, but we, we like have it. to have her as a special guest on the show. We will. We will. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the year, we we will have her on because more than likely she's going to win that Champions League. She's, yeah, and if she does win the sick. league, I'm going to punch her right in the face. Uh, she going to be she great. She's breastfeeding on the show since she's no. We, all these so books. that's a whole thing yeah, too. Just, yeah, give, give like a when, more during life. the draft, she was downstairs in his house breastfeeding while he was upstairs drafting. Drafting, yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, she because she was drafting downstairs. I was drafting upstairs. I was going to say she, she had to be multitasking. Yeah, yeah, because we were we we had drafts. Seconds apart, so there's nothing we can do. Yep. So, so think about that, Dan. the The team that smashed you this week was my wife breastfeeding downstairs drafting a team. I see it in the very you. Dwight Schrute kind of way, where she had the power of a full grown person and a baby. Mm. I understand that. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Uh, let's get to this Utah UCLA game. Utah's coming in at number twenty three, coming in hot. UCLA's on a two game winning streak, aren't they? At yeah, they are at UCLA. Um, weather's going to be eighty nine degrees at, oh, at, uh, on Friday night. Really in LA, that's warm. Uh, Utah is a tough, tough fucking team this year, man. They They've are, been but fucking UCLA's up a lot of people's spreads. They are like Cal's not a bad team, and Arizona is, is not a bad team, and they beat both of those. And teams. there's no spread on this yet on, on a Tuesday because they're they're mulling this over. This is a tough game to pick. I'm still going to go with Utah on this. It's, it's tough to count after that it gets that high. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Utah on this for sure. Um, well, I, I don't mean, know what Utah's happens. Utah's going to win the game, but I want to see what the fuck. I, I wouldn't bet on this because you're not going to make any money on a fucking toss up. I think it's probably going to be. I, I with this one, man. I think it's probably going to be six and a half when they when they figure it all out. Um, that's I'll, my I'll guess, that. and I'd still take Utah. I think Utah is going to win this game. I would take six and a half for Utah for sure. Uh, next up, we got Clemson 
at Florida State. This is a this is a statement game for Clemson. It is, and I think and last it's seventeen. Week, I feel like every Clemson spread is seventeen. It was gentlemen, last week too. I don't mean to interrupt, but the line is ten via Vegas right now. Ah, they just posted it. Great, yeah, ten. Uh, is it down to ten? Because I'm definitely taking Clemson in ten. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Uh, Utah, UCLA, Utah, UCLA is. Oh, it's ten. Uh, minus is 10. it 10? ten? All right, some places it's going up. Boy, that is a tough call at ten. I think I'll that's right. I think that's right too. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's correct. I don't bet that. Push. Yeah, I don't bet that in real life. I don't bet things I think are a push. Same. Just because I mean it's well, yeah, you don't win money. Yeah, you only play to win. No, but it's also anything that's too close like that where you don't, you genuinely don't know. For sure, like err on the side of caution. Play though, I feel like Utah is really solid. They are good. Yeah, UCLA. I mean, they've got one win. You two now. Two. They're on a two-game win streak. Did they figure it out? They beat Cal in Arizona. They're not great teams. Those are horrible teams. Yeah, but Cal's Cal's done. Utah's a great team. Arizona's not not the worst. Okay, I mean, I'm taking up time. Uh, I'm sorry. We already moved on to Wyoming College. I just, yeah. Uh, Clemson at Florida State. It, it, it's minus 17 for Clemson at Florida State. Florida State is awful. Um, yeah. Boy, we've had a tough time picking these Clemson games all year. Um, and I'd say yes that Clemson is, is going. Clemson will definitely win this game by yeah. 17. I could see them winning by three touchdowns for sure. Um, for the for the sake of the show, I'm picking Clemson, but I'm not betting this game in real life. You? No, I don't bet this one because um, I don't know. They're at the point in the season, Clemson. Let's let's see who they have left in the season because I think they don't really. It is a weird point in the season where sometimes teams drop those yeah. Yeah. games. So they've they've got after this they have Louisville, Boston College, Duke, and South Carolina, who is a rival team. None of those games really matter. They're going to sweep those up. And I no. think this is the last real test of the season until they play probably Miami in the fucking ACC championship. Probably. So I think there's a ahead. good chance they go up early and then fucking start playing some backups or I don't I don't know what the, I don't know what's going to go. I don't think they press hard right here unless they want to make a statement for the ACC, but what's the point at this point? Like they they've already gotten rid of their fucking first string quarterback and brought Lawrence in who's now their first string. So they got a, another rookie behind him. Yeah. So do they risk Lawrence's health just to make a statement against Florida State who has sucked all year? I don't think so. Or or and I also look at this from Florida State's perspective. They've had a shit year. Yeah. Do they do they go all in on this one knowing that this is probably their their bowl game at this point? They're 4 and 3 right now. Um Well, they're does, and they, and they play Florida NC State, State next week and then they play Notre Dame after that. Yeah. And then they play Boston College and then Florida. Brutal. They're fucked. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Clemson, I think maybe next week would be the week where they make that move, where they find say out. balls out. We'll find out. What do you got, Xander, for uh, Clemson at minus 17? Uh, I mean, I think you have to go Clemson if you're going to make a decision. I'm definitely not betting real money on it, but yeah. you, who the hell bets Florida State plus eight? I mean, they're such a trash team right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next Clemson. up, we got uh, Wisconsin at Northwestern. Whiskey Dick is ranked number 20, and they're minus seven. Northwestern had a uh, has had some surprising victories. They're four and one in in the Big Ten this year. Um, Wisconsin has has looked not great the entire season this year. <sighs> this seven spread is right. I, it's probably a one touchdown game. Yeah, and the thing about uh, Northwestern is they haven't three of the, three of their four wins are on the road. Yeah, so it's not like they're protecting at home. Uh, they're inconsistent. They lost to Akron at home. They lost to Duke at home. So I don't feel like that's a factor here. Um, and 
as inconsistent as Wisconsin's been, um, I think Wisconsin probably fucking takes this. Yeah, I think they take it, but I, I think it's a one touchdown game. What do, what do, who you got, Xander? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a push uh, style game. Northwestern can surprise you. I don't think home field matters in this game, but I also it, it, it's an early game. If it was a night game with North, Northwestern, is really good at night games. For they some are good reason. at night games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I don't see them. Uh, I don't see them winning this one. I think Wisconsin no. wins it if they if it doesn't just push. Yeah. So if you want to bet, I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put bet money that game. On this. I wouldn't do yeah. That. Uh, next up, we got Florida at Georgia. The Florida Georgia, and this line. is it, yeah, and this is not at Georgia, by the way. The this Florida, is going to be in, in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, so I, whew, man, is it, wait, why is this in, in Jacksonville? Jacksonville? They, they sometimes they switch around. This is called the the world's largest cocktail party. Uh, every year, this is this is the game. People fucking rage for this. It's at three thirty, which is surprising. This is one of the the best games on the docket. It's yep. UGA minus six and a half. I think me this one. I'm actually betting on. I think, uh, and I'm getting it now on on Tuesday. Yeah, I think Georgia takes. I think this. Georgia takes this by a touchdown but or more. I, I don't believe 10. in Florida at all. Um, and uh, and I think they rebound after after last week's butt fucking to LSU. Yeah, I've got my notes say Georgia by ten. Yep. Um, what your notes for you calculated? All, you capped that game yourself? Yeah, yeah. That's ba- a, based on what you just said too. Basically, I mean that was that was the biggest factor. I think Georgia's going to come back. They Georgia's only shot of getting into the college football playoff is fucking stomping Georgia or stomping Florida out by ten or more points this week. Yeah, and they uh, got to know that Florida doesn't have a chance at the playoff. Who you got, Xander? I, I have Georgia. Georgia, yeah, yeah Georgia. Uh, and I'm betting this game. Uh, th- th- that's real life. Uh, next up, we got Kansas State at Oklahoma. Oklahoma minus twenty five. It's a lot of points. A lot of points, isn't it? But that's not my cutoff. Twenty five is my cutoff is twenty six and a half. Yeah, I don't know why I picked that number. I know that I did, so it probably was based on math at some point. But sure, twenty six. Like for real, you know how my fucking autism brain works. 26 and a half or over, I really consider whether or not I should take one of these games or not. But at 25, I'm taking this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Oklahoma wins by, by four touchdowns. Um, and this is, this is going to be a high-scoring game. Who are you guys, Xander? It's, it's funny. I was leaning towards Oklahoma, but for whatever reason, I think the way, only way Oklahoma coasted is if they actually get up by high points, put in some of the young, hungry players. And, and I mean, because there's just something weird about Oklahoma and Kansas State. Yeah. I, I look I, for the show. I, I I'm picking them, and I think they'll win by four touchdowns. I don't bet this game in real life. Um, okay. So yeah, I'm not. Spreads I'm not this gonna... high in, in within the conference itself uh, is is tough, man. Because you never know who's going to show up on that day and whoop somebody's ass. So I too am going to pick the game. I'm going to say Oklahoma for the show because I think Oklahoma has to prove itself, just like Georgia. They got to come back and score a boatload of points, yeah. and they're going to get in the conversation. Uh, this That's next thing. One... That's the thing. If you're one of those top ten teams that are a one loss team right now, yeah. If you win out. There's at least a chance you got a shot. Oklahoma's got a shot at it, right? Bama gets gets his one losses and always ends up winning the championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think Alabama's going to lose a game at all. I don't either. I don't either. They look too good. I Um, think they should probably just make a. I'm going to stick with Clemson because we picked them preseason, but I uh, I still think Clemson's going to win. Because I here's the thing, and we'll talk about this in a minute, but I'm not going to. So we made our way too early picks. We call them that for a reason. Yeah. And Clemson and Alabama were both up there. Yep. Shit, shit happens during the year. Ohio State's getting all fucked up. Bosa's out for the year. Yep. Obviously, we can't predict injuries. Like that. You can't predict injuries. But that LS, after the LSU Alabama game, I will make my pick for the fucking the football the playoff 
the four teams will sure. be there and who will win. Okay. After that game. I, I, and I will too. Um, and whoever, by the way, there's some fuck boy on, uh, on Drinking Bros Sports. <laughs> and, and that's, that's where you can follow all of our chaos and all of that shit. It's a private group on Facebook. Go in there and join. Everybody's free to join. Um, but some fuck boy on uh, Facebook was like, dude, you said Ohio State was stacked on both sides of the ball. Why did they lose to Virginia? We, 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 Bosa is the number one pick in the NFL draft. He was personally manhandling people and, and butt-fucking skulls. Like, you can't lose the first pick in the NFL draft and expect for your defense to not have fucking holes in it at that point. I mean, like, they've had a lot of issues. Urban was out for three games. He comes back, and he's fucking shell-shocked or something's wrong with him. I, I think he's physically <laughs> ill. I don't even care about that. Because, look, you're still stacked on both sides of the ball. All these kids are going pro. Haskins. Number two ranked quarterback on Mel, Mel Kuyper's big board. Yeah. Uh, the two running backs, Weber, Dobbins, amazing. Paris Campbell, amazing. All the receivers, K.J. Hill, all those, all those guys are getting drafted. Bosa is going to be number one in the draft. Stacked on both sides of the ball. But, again, that, is, that was your leader of the team. That is the number one pick in the draft. Nothing you can do about that. This next game, though, is your revenge game against Craig Dulesky, by the way. Uh, Iowa at Penn State. Dan this, is, this is where it is. I wish I was at this game, and I wish he showed up so I could punch him right in the dick. <laughs> hey, let, let me tell you something. If you're one of the fans that like to talk shit and the fucking boards, you're going to end up on the show somehow. Yeah, 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 of Craig course. Dulesky is a motherfucker, and I hate him. Yeah, I can't remember the guy's name who was talking shit about, uh, about the, the, the Ohio State thing, but it was like, gonna, uh, about actually the Bosa gonna, thing. I'm going to look him up, and we're going to say his name on here. But yeah, yeah. Um, but by the way, so, so it's Penn State minus six and a half. D'Anthony, the most important question of this entire show is who you got in this one. Is your Penn State alum You're going against your boy? I, so here's another one of those. This is another one of those lines that is created to get you to bet. Yes. Right? So we've talked to a homeboy from, that used to be at MGM. Uh-huh. And he talks about how, yeah, we'll take bets up until. So if you don't understand the way the gambling process works from the Vegas point of view, if you're the booker, um, they have to get enough bets from one side that they actually think is going to win to cover the bets on the side that they think is going to lose, right? Right. Just so it makes it profitable for them. This is one of those situations where they want Iowa homers to bet that Penn State is going to win by a field goal and not a touchdown. That's what this is right here. Yes. That's all that is at six and a half. So when you see that go up to seven, that means that enough dummies from Iowa have bet on this game. <laughs> like Craig Dulesky, fuck you. Uh, I think uh, Penn State wins this by 10 points. I, I, I have Penn State winning as well. Um, I think they win by a touchdown. I'm going to bet this tonight, actually. I'm putting real American dollars on it, and uh, I think they win by a touchdown. So I'm, I'm taking Penn State in this one. Xander, who you got? Yeah, Penn State. Penn State in this one? Okay. Uh, next up, we got South Florida, number 21, at Houston. Houston. Houston scores. They scored 77 in a game earlier this Houston year. is minus 7.5, and, and they're, they're not ranked. That's They're what I'm saying, ranked. dude. These are two. Um, this, so first of all, but what's the over? Uh, they don't Fucking do it. Nine thousand. I mean, they in, do it. They do it like on my bookie. <laughs> yeah. My bookie should have an over. They, yeah, yeah. My guess is it's like six thousand points. But so Houston's a one-loss team, and they're a fucking favorite against a twenty-one ranked team. These are two American Conference teams. Cincinnati last week was ranked. UCF is currently ranked. If Houston wins this game, they become the fourth team from the American Conference to be ranked this season, you have to start taking that conference seriously. Yeah. And they have to start booking games against real fucking ACC and SEC and Big 12 teams next year. I think Houston wins this game, by the way. I agree. 
Um, I've got Houston winning this game, but not but not covering seven and a half is. I don't think they're yeah, going to cover. I think they win by a, t- a touchdown. Yeah, I think it's seven. Uh, this is one of those games that's that's drawn people in, trying to get them to bet. Yeah, uh, but I, I don't bet this in real life. But I, I think Houston wins this game. Um, next up, we got Kentucky, number twelve at Missouri. Um, this is a really surprising line. Missouri is four and three. They're zero and three in the SEC, and they are minus seven. Over the the number twelve team in the country, people are weak. They're very uh, bearish on Kentucky at twelve. Wow, they're not, they're not feeling it. I, I I think Kentucky wins this game, and they're getting points. I'm taking Kentucky in this. At, I, but is, this is where you have to question if this Kentucky, game is not just rigged. And I hate using that word. I know everyone's going. Ah. That's what I felt about that Oregon Washington State game when I was watching that, and I was like, man, I was I was all in on Oregon. And I, I could not believe it. They got curb stomps like that. Nah, U.S. had not been watching enough Washington State then. Uh, Washington State, though, had lost a, a couple games to people where I was like, really? I mean, look, another I mean, another Purdue's one of those teams that I, I watch. I'm like, it sucks because if they could just put it together, they could be powerful. This so is, when they beat Ohio State, I was like, okay. by, by the way, same exact matchup. Oregon was 12 last week. They were playing an unranked team. They were yeah. getting three points. This is the same with Kentucky. Kentucky is 12 now. They're playing an unranked team. Missouri is minus seven. I'm I'm taking Kentucky on this. Everything one. in me says Kentucky, but it's just why. Like, who, uh, that's who's that's drinking. What I thought. Who's drinking on the job? Do they? Do they? Was it meant to be plus? What Missouri? I thought in that Oregon game last week in Washington, Washington State beat them. Who, who do you got in this one? You taking Kentucky? Oh yeah. What I mean, about you, Anthony? Tell me taking anybody else. You know what, man? I think I'm gonna go Missouri. Whoa! What? Put your big boy pants on for that one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not taking fucking Missouri. It's not going to win by a touchdown. There's no way. Eh, maybe it's minus seven now. Bet this while you can. I'm 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 Kentucky all I think, day. On I this think one. it's a good bet because at worst case you push. I think Missouri only wins by a touchdown if they win this game. Oh, well, like, I don't think they win by more than seven. So I don't know. Yeah, throw a little coin on it. Uh, next up, we got Washington number fifteen at California. It's Washington minus twelve. I like this. I, I like Wash. I, look, I've liked Washington all year. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shy away from them now. I think they win by two touchdowns. I think you're safe at 12 here. What do you got, Dan? Uh, looking at my stuff. Uh, let's see. So Cal has lost against Oregon, Arizona, and then they lost against UCLA. Um, <laughs> mm. I'm gonna say that one more time for the audience. <laughs> yeah, they lost to UCLA. LA. Now that was at Cal. Who gives a fuck? It's not like that. They have a crazy sports. No, I'm life just there. saying they're known for marches. They're known for Aaron Rodgers <laughs> they're, they're, and burning Birkenstocks and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and, and uh, people are. That's why that line is is like that right now. Yeah, it should be higher, but they think Aaron Rodgers is playing. It's crazy. I'm, I'm taking Washington. Uh, you got Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Xander across the board. Washington. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up. Wow. Washington State went from unranked to number 14 in the country. Uh, That's a big jump. They're playing Stanford at Stanford. The spread is minus three. Who you got? Wait, uh, why is there even a pause? Yeah, D'Anthony, why is there a pause for you? I'm taking Stanford. Okay. All right. What about you, Xander? I'll take Dan's money. You're t- oh, you're yeah. taking Washington State. Oh my God! Yeah this this team is this team is lethal. They want this. They they're hungry. If you watch them play, they're hungry for this. They lost. They shouldn't have lost one. 
That game, did you watch that game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You should have lost. Yeah. I, I, I Look, I'm going to take Washington State. I did not know that their quarterback had a mustache that great. Sexy. We got to yeah. get into this pre-Fontaine thing. We will. We'll one, do it between the college no, once, and the pro. Once we get to, once we get to Oregon, I'll, okay. we'll, 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 we'll tell the audience right. what the bet is. Um, that they're, they're the last game of the night, but I'm, I'm going <laughs> to – I'm with you. Uh, there was a lot of people hitting me up uh, online during that Washington State-Oregon game, and they said, hey – Watch out for them. Mike Leach is is the coach. He's got a lot of weird calls. The motherfucker goes for it on fourth down every time. It's strange. The quarterback is is sexy and strange. I'm taking Washington State in this one. Mm. Uh, next up, we got Texas A and M at Mississippi State. Boy, this is a tough game. Mississippi State is minus two and a half. Who you got? That's another Anthony? one of those fucking games that they're trying to bait you into betting. If it's that close, trap game. If it's less than one score, I don't bet. I got. I, I'm taking Texas A&M in this one. I, I take them for the show, but I'm not betting this game. I, yeah, I don't bet this game in real life, but I, I take Texas A&M in this one. Xander, who you got? Whoop. Giggle. What's that? Yeah, that's a. What is that? Whoop. No, nah, it's, nah, it's an audio show. An You're gonna have to. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I felt like the whoop kind of gives it no, away. That's, no. that's an Aggies thing. No, know? it's okay, it? fine. A&M is who I'm going with for this game. All right. No. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't go to A&M, so I, I don't know the whoop. Well, um, I mean, you know, Aggies are just typically a notorious obnoxious, so anything that comes out that sounds obnoxious sure. is probably an Aggie. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, we got NC State, number 22, at Syracuse. Line is NC State, minus two. This is a tough game to call, man. Syracuse is one of those tough teams. I know. Too. So is NC State. They always State show though. up to play. NC State is tough. I don't bet this game in real life. Um, I, but got in, I got NC State in this one. I got NC State as well, I but... They they got trounced by Clemson. Yeah, but I mean, they got trounced by the likely or at least semi likely national, national champion. champion so yeah. you can't really talk too much about that. Yeah, I brutal. I, I think it's a tough like we've game. we've talked about this on the show before. The distance between one through three at this point, one through five, maybe if you count Michigan and uh, and LSU and the rest of the field is a fucking miles. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, Clemson and Alabama are so far ahead of everyone else. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's a. It's a crazy one. I mean, what? Who? Who do you got in this one, Xander? Um. I. I really think that NC State's going to pull it out. I'm picking that for the show. I wouldn't put any money on this game because Syracuse is one of those teams at home on yeah. turf can turn it around. Yeah. This is a coin toss. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Syracuse ended up winning this game. Uh. The next one though. This is. This is my. Uh. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that this is my lock of the week. I'm gonna say this is my lock of the week. And this is a weird game for the lock of the week. Hmm. It's number three Notre Dame at Navy. Wow. And the spread is minus twenty four and a half. Yeah, I'm taking Navy with the points. On I'm this taking one. Navy with the points. Um, that's 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 a lot of points. This Navy team is really fucking hard. They give people fits. It is hard to cover against Navy. Yeah, their their record does not show their true talent. No, and and it's they give Notre Dame fits. More importantly, notoriously, um, this game is in San Diego, California. Yep. Why? I don't know. Yeah, you do. Don't they have a naval base in San Diego? There's naval bases all over the place. Well, I know, but they're... Oh, well, okay. That's that's Um, also true. The Naval Academy is not located there. But I feel like... Why is this game in San Diego? I don't know. Uh, This forces Notre Dame to travel west, uh, and Navy, both of these teams to travel west. Man, I I, I just don't see them covering 24.5 points against Navy, man. Navy's a gritty team. This, This is my lock of the week this week in college football. That's what I'm going with. What about you, Xander? No, I like it. I like uh, Navy plus plus 
15 points. I'll take the 24 and a half. What if I, it wouldn't even surprise I mean, I me if Navy ended up winning? Yeah. yeah. I would, you know what? A $10 money line parlay with like a bunch of teams that are locks. Why not? Why not give it a go? That's a good, that's they, a it, good Look, they always play out. Notre Dame tough, man. So payout. we'll see. Uh, next up, Texas. They're back. McConaughey's back. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Number six at Oklahoma State. Whew, this is a thin spread. Three and a half. Minus three and a half for Texas. You're a Texas boy, Xander. Who you got in this one? I mean, this is a kind of a tough game because you're playing in Stillwater at yep. night. Yep. They their their season is done. This Oklahoma is their State prime time this, game. This is their Super Bowl. This is their bowl game. This is whatever you want to call it. So I I don't even I'm not going to bet this game in real life. I'm going to pick Texas because I think Texas is going to win the game, and if they win the game, it could be by a touchdown. So. I'll pick Texas for the show, but I'm not touching the game at all. I am undefeated on Texas picks this entire year. Yep. I'm 7-0 on this, and uh, I'm going to say Texas wins by a touchdown. Yeah, I, I, I believe, um, and I'm going to bet this game. Uh, I think Texas wins this game by a touchdown, and uh, and they continue to roll. Uh, you're with that, D'Anthony? You on board with that? Yeah, I've got Texas by TD. All right. Uh, next. Hey, well, let me stop you right there. Dennis Coghill. Ah, that's his name. That stupid Dennis, son of a bitch. C-O-G-H-I-L-L. <laughs> He's in Drink Your Bro Sports, and he won't shut the fuck up. About, about the Ohio State I'm Purdue sorry. loss. Is that him? There's a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people. And I can't tell if they're Michigan fans. Because Michi- Michigan fans, every time Ohio State loses, because Michigan hasn't been relevant since the 90s, they go all in on Ohio State teams. And uh, uh, you know who always talks shit? Is Brad Primo. Yeah. And I was like, man, every time Ohio State loses, and I'm like, oh, that's right. He went to Michigan. He's a Michigan fan. This it's guy, always Michigan fans. This guy's They're never Florida. playing for a national championship. So all they, they, all they do is, is root for Ohio State to lose, which you're like, man, I, I root for Michigan, uh, even though I'm a diehard Ohio State fan, to win just because I want the conference to put on a good showing. Yeah, they yeah. do not because they can't. Look, Ohio State is 15-3 and three against Michigan since the year 2000. It's not a rivalry anymore. We've won what six in a row. They haven't won in seven years. Well, what's like point? the overall? Like how many? Like it's one of those things. Like as the Cowboys fans, people shit on me because they haven't won a championship forever. But we got five rings, so fuck you. Yeah, exactly. But, but how many championships does Ohio State have to Michigan? I, I honestly don't know. Uh, I would I would have to go back and check to be honest with you. Um, look, Michigan was great when I was in school there in the nineties. They were really good. oh man, and the, they were they were really, really really good. But now yeah. they're not. They're um, not. No, they're so. not. Is he the last defensive? No, that's Charlie Charlie Woods. Yeah, Woods, but also, where did he go to school? Michigan. There you go. The last two defensive Heisman Trophy winners, right? Yeah, for Michigan. Yeah, for Michigan in the nineties. Yeah. Um, Last time they were relevant as well. Um, So, you know, um, touche. That's absolutely true. Touche. I uh, Michigan is best known for keeping Tom Brady on the bench for a couple years. Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, And look, Ohio State kicked the hell out of him too. Um, but the, the Coghill guy, I don't know if he's a Michigan fan or not. That's why I say this. I don't this. give a fuck who he's a fan of. If he doesn't understand that losing pick one in the I NFL know, draft I know. and then having a fucking coach that's on some kind of laughing gas the whole season, I don't know what fucking Myers deal he's, is. Uh, man, he looks like he's going to have a heart attack at any moment. So yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, but either way, congratulations. You're on the show, Dennis, you fuck. Asshole. Um, now we're getting to this Oregon bet. I, this was... This is a, a big disappointment for me this weekend. I, th- I really like this Oregon team. I thought they were great up until this Washington State uh, game. Um, I, I felt like they deserved that Stanford win, and I thought they should have been undefeated, and then they got beat by Washington State. Now they're playing Arizona. The spread is 9.5 for Oregon. I, I'm, 
I, I, we, you asked me to make a shitty bet with you on Oregon now for the rest of the year since I was off on that oh, that pick. Oh, I did. It is this. If Oregon doesn't cover the rest of the year, I will, I'll pre-Fontaine it the rest of the year. I'll grow a mustache and dye my hair blonde and go uh, Steve pre-Fontaine the rest of the year. You'll look great. <laughs> I think I will. It seems like every... I feel like this is an excuse to do it. No. No, it's not. Every, uh, I get kids, obviously, so I got to roll around like that. Every um, January, he ends up doing something weird to his hair. No, no. I grow a must. I, I like to grow. I enjoy growing a mustache in November. Well, I mean because of a bet. Oh, yeah, because of a bet. Well, not this Super past Bowl. year, but two years ago at the at Super the perm. Bowl. I, I lost yeah. because of the perm. Yeah. So I, I will do it. Uh, when if, if Oregon doesn't cover one of these games now, I will do it. Uh, they're at nine and a half. Arizona, and they're playing at Arizona, which goes off. Uh, on Saturday nights. This is the Saturday night game on ESPN. There's a lot of drunk people there. Tons. I'm going to say Oregon wins this, and uh, if not, I'll go pre-Fontaine for it. Rest of the year. Uh, who you got? In this game. Oregon, nine and a half. In this game, I have Oregon. But there for, the, for the season to cover, I have pre-Fontaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was... Stop pre that was kind of greedy, like that. And actually, now that I, I realize it's because you're drinking Lone Star, and I love that beer, but that beer leads to really bad decisions like that. But That's what somebody else told me. Yeah. Um, I, by the way, uh, I'm in. We're in Black Rifle Coffee. Uh, a gentleman gave me this in the bathroom. That's no lie. I was actually looking at the fridge, going, "Where is that Lone Star?" Yeah, yeah, I would I, drink a Lone Star right now. I, Franklin, we ran into Franklin in the bathroom, and he's pissing. So she is right like, now. Uh, not hey man, you want a beer? Franklin. I was like, do you Franklin, have, do you have beer you in the bathroom? I need a Lone Star. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I got a beer in the bathroom. It's right, it's right here. And I was just like, all right, cool. So Don't I'm ever it. follow someone into a bathroom to get a beer, by the way, because that's how you get raped. Who you got, by the way, in the Stanford game, Xander? Or this uh, Oregon game at nine and a half? Uh, yeah, Oregon's the only way to bet that game. All right. All right. Uh, now we're switching over to the NFL. Um, we're, uh, man, NFL this year, I think we're 82% in the, in the NFL this year. You're fucking uh, great. We've been on fucking fuegs this year. Uh, first game up is uh, the Thursday night game: Dolphins at the Texans. The Texans started off zero and three. They're now four and three. They won four in a row. Uh, the Dolphins. I, I'm not sure if if Osweiler is going to be quarterback or not, but uh, I I love the Texans in this game. Yeah, I agree. Who yeah. you got, Xander? I mean, I think that's kind of one of the things. I mean, I think both teams are shit. To be honest, I'm not. I'm not excited about uh, Miami. I think Texans should win this game. I feel really good about it. But I also have seen like the Bears lose to this Dolphins team with Osweiler. I, w- I will think it's Osweiler because he came out of a sudden. They didn't. They didn't prep for him, so he got a leg up. Right. Uh, I'll take the Texans on the show, but I'm definitely not touching the game. Okay. Uh, next up, we got. Wait. The- so on that on that uh, Miami game. Uh, what's his name? Albert Wilson's out this week. Yeah, right. He's half out. The team, he might half be out. the team is out. Yeah. for, I th- for Miami. I, I don't think there's any. This is a lock for me. I'm. T- I like the Texans. I'm taking the Texans yeah. all the way in this. Wait, you're saying you're saying the Texans and, and, are a lock. I'm Watson. T- I'm Deshaun saying... Watson has not had a, a a lights out performance yet this year, and I think he's due. I think he has a huge game. Yeah, I agree. And uh, and I start him in fantasy football this week as well. Yeah. Are, you, um, are you guys forgetting that the Dolphins have a good defense, right? No, I'm done with the Dolphins this year. Uh, Who'd they just lose to this week? Who'd they lose to this week? Uh, Osweiler was quarterback. Um, I think it was uh, Indianapolis. I think it was the Colts, I believe. Uh, The Lions. Yeah, the Lions, that's who it was. They gave up 32 points to the Lions the week before that. They gave up 31 to the Bears. 
And then they gave up 27 to the Bengals, and then they gave up 38 to the Patriots. Didn't 12. the Lions beat the Patriots this year? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. No. They beat the Packers. Yeah. They beat the Packers. Who else did they beat? I don't. Xander. I, I, All right. Sorry. Hey, Jesus let, 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 Christ. What are we saying? Fucking man. Simon Says. Yeah. Uh, Actually, they did beat the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, what? 26-10. That's interesting. Alexander, what? I felt a little heat. Man, I go week to week Patriots with this shit. They beat the Patriots and the Packers. Who? The Lions. Oh, great, great for them. I, look, I go week to week with this shit. I'm picking fucking 60 games. You think I can remember that far back? I can't even remember my wife's middle name half the time. Um, I'm taking the Texans to the fucking house on Thursday night. Next up, we got Eagles at Jaguars. This is from London. I hate this stupid London game. Same. And it, it, it fucks people. <laughs> like, what's the future for this? Are we going to have a fucking whole division or conference Ridiculous. in fucking London? No, Fuck we're just going to have countries paying a lot of money to have the NFL go play there. That's all it is. Uh, yeah, Ridiculous. stupid. Uh, it's Eagles minus three. I'm done with the Jaguars this year and Bortles. I'm taking the Eagles. What would you – so if you're the Jaguars right now, yeah. what would you trade for a number one pick so you could take a quarterback in next year's draft? Oof. So you're, you're now three and four on the season. Yep. You're in the AFC. You've got to go up against the Patriots at some point. Yeah. Probably the Steelers if they get their shit together. A couple yep. other teams are in the way. Yep. They're not going to make it. They're not going to win. So at what point do you say, you know what, we're going to trade some of these guys we have with big contracts that are they're coming towards their either – their second, uh, their second re-up or their, maybe their last contract. We're going to trade somebody away, get a couple picks, maybe a first-rounder, and draft a goddamn quarterback that's not Blake Bortles. Man. Hey, man. Look, they just drafted uh, Carlos Hyde. So they, I mean, I uh, traded for him. They still think they're in this somehow. I do not. I do not believe in Bortles. The, the coach said he is on a short leash this week. I don't even know who their backup QB is there in Jacksonville. I think it might be you. I hope so. I, look, I could go in there. I can throw, I can throw this football right over now. a goddamn you, mountain. You better. Oh. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Eagles on this one. Who you got? Eagles. Xander. Eagles. Eagles minus three. Um, next up, we got the Jets at the Bears. Chicago minus seven. I am all day on this one. Uh, Chicago. The yeah. Jets are. The Jets fucked me last week. So <laughs> never bet on a rookie quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking the Bears in this one. Their defenses look good. The Bears have been in these games, man, even against the Patriots. Um, look, an improved defense and all that shit. I also, look, Mitch uh, Trubisky is, is coming along faster than I expected. And uh, he looks good, man. I, I'm taking Chicago in this one. Xander, who you got? The Bears. Bears. Uh, next up, we got Buccaneers at Bengals. Cincinnati got just butt-fucked by uh, Kansas City last week. Uh, which we called, obviously. Um, and uh, it also cost you a game, which was nice. You're, you're no longer in, even near first place in fantasy football. I'm not, no. Jesse's in sole possession of that. Uh, the line is, is uh, the Bengals minus four and a half against the Buccaneers. Who you got? Um, you know, this is one of those games. It's a tough game to call, yeah. And four and a half is a weird spread. Uh, I... I don't bet any of my money on this. I think the Buccaneers might get wild in this game. I think Jameis Winston, he's been putting up some fantasy points he has, recently. Yeah. I think this might be one of those games against a weak Cincinnati defense that he throws up some fucking points. Yeah, I, I don't bet this game in real life either. Uh, for the sake of the show, though, I'm, I'm going to take Cincinnati, but uh, I stay away from this game because I'm with you. Uh, you know, Winston can have a big game. They've got a lot of weapons on that team. Yeah. Uh, I like that Godwin kid. Yep. Um, uh, look, Mike Evans is always good. Uh, O.J. Howard is is good. 
I'm not sure who's starting at running back yet. I heard Peyton Barber might be hurt, but uh, uh, you know, I, it's a weird game that yeah, the, the Buccaneers could win this game. Uh, for the sake of the show, I'll say the Bengals, but I don't bet this. You, Xander? Uh, I'm going to take the Bucks, uh for the show. I'm not betting in real life, but I, I the same thing. I think right now the Bucks have got – I think they got a chip on their shoulder, and they're playing like the chip. Like the, I think the defense wants blood, and I think Jameis is trying to prove – Jameis is playing for any contract from any team because his ass is almost gone. Yeah, yeah. He's got a crab leg on his shoulder, and um... – <laughs> He's, it's almost uh, like somebody grabbed him by the pussy or something. <laughs> he looks uncomfortable. He's uh, he's already got the Uber driver on speed dial, so we'll see <laughs> oh. what city he ends up taking that that Uber to. Did Uber ban him for life? No, they should. So, so you can basically sexually assault an Uber driver and still not get yeah, banned get three for games. life. You get three game suspension. It's better than Walmart. Yeah. Because really it is, isn't it? Listen, if you fucking grab somebody by the pussy in Walmart, they put your picture in every Walmart in the country. They do, which is which is a nice thing if you're looking to get your name out there on yeah, social I mean, media. Any press is good press. So. Yeah, that's a true story. They put your face out. That's yeah, they right. Have yeah. To. Yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah, corporate policy. Corporate policy. Uh, next up, we got Seahawks at Lions. Ooh, God, this is the fucking two, three, and three teams. This might be the shittiest game of the week. Two teams that no one cares about. Uh, it's minus three for Detroit. This 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 Detroit team is so fucking Jekyll and I. I don't know what's it. They are Jekyll and Hyde. I've got this, this game. Ball. I've got this game called correctly. I think that spread is actually right, and I don't mm-hmm. bet this game. Yeah, same. Yeah. I, I, I can see this being a field goal field game goal. as well. Yep. Um, and I and I can see the Lions uh, winning this. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Doug, Doug Baldwin there. Um, Seattle. I, I can't believe has he's no still offensive. in Seattle. I, I thought they either. would have traded him by now. Who has Seattle beaten this year? Cowboys. Not a team you can brag about beating, right? Who else? I don't know. I don't Who's know. Like they beat a me, bunch of nobodies. Once, once the once the, the legion of of fucking boom, boom got gone. yeah decimated. They I stopped. I stopped Cardinals caring about this team, teams. and it's like it's a weird team. I don't believe in Russell uh, Wilson. I never have, and uh, I, this is a tough game that I stay away from because. You know, you got two, three, three, and three teams, and uh, Lions are hit and miss. So I don't know. Where'd Sake you of the show, your faith in Russell Wilson was it the Super Bowl when he threw an interception on the one yard line? I mean, that to me was not his fault. I don't that know. to me, you that's really don't throw into a crowd for not dude. giving the ball to Marshawn Lynch. No, that's your absolute. What the fuck are you thinking, thinking dude? Just, uh, yeah, I put yeah, it on him because he did not audible. Same. He should have gone Jonathan Moxon and you're right. I just lost my chest too. Yeah. I like the Lions, man. Same. I'm, I'm going to take the Lions, but I, I'm, I don't bet this in real life. I'll put uh, money on it. Next up, we got Broncos at the Chiefs. KC at minus 10. That is a big boy spread. I still believe in the Broncos. Um, whew, who you got? 10 points is that. So the, you can see this one is not 9.5. Yeah. Like Vegas believes this is going to be a 10-point game. Yes. Yeah. So I don't bet this game. Yeah. I think the Chiefs are going to fucking uh, – I think I actually think the Chiefs are going to win by two touchdowns, but I don't bet this game. I think the Chiefs are going to win, and I think it doesn't help It doesn't help your cause at all that it leaked that uh, they were shopping Demarius Thomas. The Broncos, yeah. Yeah, the Broncos. Yeah, you know, the Dallas Cowboys probably should have gone that route versus giving a first-round fucking pick to the Raiders. Crazy, for isn't mark. it? I was, was going to get to that. but uh, I honestly thought they were Why do you for... let go of Des Bryant to pick up a contract that is identical to Des Bryant's and give up a first-round draft pick? Yeah. Because you're the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll take the Chiefs in this one. Same. I don't, I don't bet this in real life. Um, that's, that's tough. 
Um, can I, we I talk about the Patrick Mahomes it tough, for a second? Is it Patrick Mahomes is currently on pace to break the yeah. yards in a season record. He's on mm-hmm. pace for 50 touchdowns. He is – watch him. If you're a baseball fan as well, watch him fucking play football because he throws the ball like a fucking shortstop, yep. which is what he was. Yeah. He throws side. He throws from every angle. He fucking every, flips it with his left hand from time every to time. Hand. I swear to God, I've, he's 23 years old, and he's already one of the better quarterbacks – more more uh, uh, fluid with his emotion that I've seen, frankly. Who does he remind you of? Oh, he, reminds, he reminds me of a right-handed Steve Young, kind he of, to be honest. Of, of a young Favre, man, just gunslinging and running around like that. Yeah. I, he's, to me, he's the most exciting player to watch in, in football right now. Oh, yeah. Um, I think they win this game. Well, and, that's definitely uh, the most important. I was going to say he reminded me of Aaron Rodgers, but. A little bit with the left-handed flip, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, he's way faster than Aaron Rodgers Yeah, was. no, no, for sure. Faster, he could, and he I can think throw, he... throw deep, same as Aaron Rodgers. I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm going to improve. So I, I, don't, I, like, I like the Chiefs in this one, but I think it's uh, uh, relatively close. I, I don't bet this one. Uh, yep. Redskins at Giants. Um, this, is a, this is a minus one line for the Redskins against a one-in-six Giants team. Who you got? I think the Giants might be the worst team in football right now, and I think they're defeated as a team. I think, like, in their brain, they're defeated right now. Yeah, um, they, look, they just lost to the Falcons last night. Um, but I, if like if you're the Giants against, they, they point, went out against the Falcons. The Falcons' defense is fucking nothing. Uh, it's, it's decimated. It's, it's, a, it's a mashing. They, they lost everybody. Uh, I, I think they came back and threw a touchdown at the end, but I, I want to say 23-20. 23-20, okay. But uh, I mean, one of those was a, it was a garbage touchdown at the end. It, it is what it bad, is. Man. I, I, at what point, if you're the Giants, do you not start throwing the rest of your season so you can get the first round pick? I mean, the first pick in the draft and try to get a quarterback to replace Eli? Because let's face it, he, Eli's out of there after this year. I mean, if you bring in somebody like Haskins and you pair him up with uh, Saquon Barkley and uh, and OBJ, uh, OBJ oh, I mean, that's, that's is, not, that is a sexy team. Yeah, I think the Redskins win this game. I, I agree. I have Redskins by a field goal. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll bet this one. Who you got, Xander? I think Logic says Redskins, but I, I think the Giants at home may throw out the kitchen sink and win this game. I'm not betting it. All right. Uh, next up, we got Browns at Steelers. This hey, look is, at that over-under, though. 42 is the over-under in that. Whew, uh, that's not a sexy, that's not no, a sexy game all the way around. That's but terrible. Take a flyer on, the, on 42 just to do it. It's only a 21, 21 game. Uh, Browns at Steelers, Pittsburgh minus eight and a half. D'Anthony, who you got? Ooh, man. This is uh, a rivalry game. Yeah. This is always pretty close. The, the first game was a tie this year. They, these guys actually tied. I'm, I'm actually going to take the Browns, I got with, the Browns the with the points. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not sold on the Browns yet. I'm definitely not sold on Baker Mayfield, but I'm taking the Browns with the points just because it's a rivalry game. Yeah. And what about you, Xander? Uh, same thing, not betting it, but I, I like points. I am going to bet this game. I'll, I'm going to take the Browns with the points um, in this one. Uh, next up, we got Ravens at, at the Panthers. This is Baltimore minus one and a half. Man, that's a tough. This uh, that's a tough game. I'm going to I'm going to take the Panthers in this one. Who you got? Do you think the Panthers are the? Uh, what do you think their chances are of winning a playoff game this season? I think they'll they could go with with Cam Newton. Anything is possible. Um, because he's that one guy who could take off and run for 150 yards a game and fuck your whole world up. And uh, I don't think he's a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback yeah. at all. And I, I don't think he ever wins a Super Bowl in his, his entire career. Um, 
But in this game, I'm going to take the Panthers in this one, and uh, and I say they win by a field goal. Um, the Ravens, I just don't believe in this team whatsoever. And uh, I, I think people come out to Charlotte and, and rage, and I think the Panthers win by a field goal or more. Xander, who you got? Uh, I think both these teams are like overrated. I can't say it any other way. I like, I like the Ravens to win the game. I think they, right. they almost beat the Saints this last week, right? Uh, they did. Uh, and this extra point cost them overtime. I like yeah. the under in this game, I'll tell you that. The Panthers are like seventh in yeah, points allowed this point. season. And I like the, the, under and the Ravens are like fifth, I think. Neither one of these teams allow a lot of points. I like that 43 right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, we got the Colts at the Raiders. God, another two fucking piece of shit teams. Yikes. It is Indy minus three here. Um, boy, so many things are going wrong with the Raiders here. First of all, that Amari Cooper deal, good for them that they got a first-round pick out yeah, of that. Yeah, they just oh. trade-raped the fuck out of Dallas. I don't know crazy, what the fuck Dallas crazy. Um, they're, there's, everybody's thinking. They're open for business on everybody on, on this team right now. And uh, even Derek Carr, there's even been rumors about him. It's, uh, so there's a couple of rumors. One is that the organization doesn't like him, and two is that the players on the team don't like him, like yeah. the locker room yeah. doesn't like him. That is not a good combination, dude. No, and and, uh, and by the way, he's a good quarterback. They just placed Marshawn Lynch on IR, uh, so he's out. I'm I, I probably going to cut Lynch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Lynch, Lynch, Lynch will be done after this year. But um, in this game, it's Colts minus three. For the sake of the show, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Colts. But I, I'm not betting this game in real life. No, it's, it's such such a weird game with two shitty teams. Uh, look, Derek Carr might have some motivation because he's playing for a fucking job, but that's about it. Xander, who you got? Colts and Raiders. I I, I don't even want to make a pick because I think both of them are trash. Uh, man, I think I'm going to go with Raiders at home. All right. I, I'm not. Good luck. Uh, there's there's about one person left on that team. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't. I mean, it's Jordy Nelson. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking yeah. for the. I'm picking for the uh, the show, not for money. I mean, I just for I'm, sure. I've had enough Jameson. I think the Raiders is good for sure. Uh, next up, we got this is a this is a big boy game. Packers at the Rams. Uh, you you will be at this game, Xander. I will. The this is, this is, is a potential NFC Championship matchup. It right is, here. and the spread is nine and a half in a potential NFC Championship game. Nine and a half. That is the biggest underdog in a uh, number in Aaron Rodgers entire career. Um, who are you taking? I'm taking the Rams. The Rams look unbelievable. And uh, look uh, on both sides of the ball, their defense and offense is, is just dominating, man. And uh, I have the Rams defense in one of my fantasy leagues. I, I don't know how, how, if anybody's stopping the Rams uh, besides the chiefs. Yeah. So I, I'm uh, I'm I'm going to take this actually, and that's that's that may be my Super Bowl. That's my Super Bowl. It's, it's I called that before the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the season. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that's impressive. that's a lot of people Super Bowl you. right now. Um, so I, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna take the Rams in this one. You taking the Rams, Sander? I, I am taking the Rams. I'm taking the Rams, and uh, yeah, that's we actually we feed both these teams the water, so it was a tough call, but uh, yeah. All right, Rams. It is you, dude. I don't know, man. I mean. It's a lot of points. I, I, I'm going to go uh, Packers with the points on this. I think it's a touchdown game. Okay. Okay. Because I haven't seen Goff run the score up yet. That's what I haven't seen. I haven't seen him pull a Mahomes and just go fucking wild. Because Goff's on my fantasy team, too. Right. What I haven't seen is him go out there and throw five touchdowns, four touchdowns, run one in. They've been up so much, though, that it's like last week's game was 39-10, to 10, and it was yeah. just like, ah. that's. 
you know, I gotta tell you, the over is not even high enough. I think the, I think it's at least sixty points plus. It's a fifty-seven Rams right now. Is tough. Yeah, Rams defense. Rams is tough, defense but... tough until you pass on them. Yeah, we watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's true. Not a passing defense. It's true. Yeah, we'll uh, see what happens. I, I'm taking the Rams though, um, and I, I think they continue to roll. Next up, we got 49ers at the Cardinals. Oh, this God. is another. This is two teams that are one and six, missing quarterbacks, different fucking ailments. Patrick Peterson said he wants to be traded uh, this week from the Cardinals. This is minus one for Arizona. Uh, who you got in this one? Sake of the show, I'm going to say uh, 49ers. I don't touch this fucking I actually have a blank. Game. I don't have any notes for this game. Why That's would you? That's how little I cared about. Why would you? They got beat hard at quarterback for the 49ers. Beat hard. Beat hard. Matt Breida is great if he can ever, brighter, have the fuck you pronounce it. He's great if he can stay healthy. The thing is that that guy, man, like I've been playing him in fantasy here and there as a flex option. He can barely stay healthy through an entire fucking game. I don't know. I don't touch this. I stay far, far away from this. Sake of the show, uh, 49ers, but uh, that's about it. You guys? Um, I don't care. <laughs> I feel this this game sucks so fucking is, bad. I just is, hope yeah. someone gets, uh, like, something weird happens at the it's, game. It's a horrible game. There's got to be a streaker or something to keep me watching that game. You know, yeah. That wouldn't even I would it. never watch this game. I no want way. the Cardinals to win. I like NBJ and... Uh, yeah, I'll I'll say Cardinals just because I want them to win. Uh, next up is our, it's our is this our Fight Club game of the it week? It is, yeah. Fight Club game of the week. Saints at Vikings. D'Anthony, who you got? This is the Sunday night game. He doesn't oh, bet man. these games because it's minus one. Well, I'm making an exception this, this time. This is the Fight Club game of the week because it's the game of the week. I think the Saints are going to win this game at Minnesota. Um, I think they. I've actually been digits. wrong on most of the Minnesota games this year so far, so I'm probably going to be fucked here, but. Uh, I'm, I think the Saints are going to win. I think uh, Breeze is feeling pretty good about himself right now. I'm sticking with the Vikings, man. I, I've said it all year, all year long, and I think they're a, they're a good team, and this is a good playoff team. Uh, they're four two and one right now, and uh, look, the Saints are on the road. They sh- look, they didn't look that great against the Ravens. Um, they came back, and then uh, you know, obviously that that missed extra point uh, fucked. Fuck the Ravens last yeah. week, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm taking the Vikings in this one. Xander, who you got in this yeah, one? Yeah, it's a revenge game. Uh, this Vikings lost the Buffalo Bills. I, the Saints are going to win this by double digits. Wow. Ooh. That is a big call out of you. I say they win by a touchdown. I'm not calling double digits. That's, uh, I mean, that's crazy talk the all the way around. Double digits. I'm calling yeah, a touchdown to win, but either way, it's... The well, we're going to see this. Game. I hope that I, I, maybe this is a little bit of optimism on my part because if the Saints win this week, they go six and one into a, probably an eight and zero LA Rams team. Yep, yeah. the week after, in New Orleans, which is the we'll game that we'll be at. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, to that. we'll find another, out another very likely NFC Championship. Oh uh, yeah, meetup right there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. See what happens. Uh, next, next up, this is it, kids. This is the Monday night game: Patriots at the Bills. Oh, God. ESPN executives right now are hanging themselves in their office. The fact that the Bills are a Monday night game. The ratings will be about mm, four people and their friends, maybe a mom or two of the the Patriots. But uh, other than that, nobody's watching this goddamn thing. Highest spread of the week. This is New England minus 14. I I think New England wins by, by four touchdowns in this. I think you could double the spread. To me, this is – so we talked uh, – when Derek was on the show the other day, we talked about how many toddlers you could fight to the death before you actually died. Yeah. It would be when you died of exhaustion, right? Yep. That's yeah. when you would fucking finally die. I feel like the Patriots can score as many touchdowns on the Bills as they feel like scoring. 
Yeah. I, I, I do too. They'll die, like Tom Brady will die of exhaustion before he's done throwing passes. I, I think somebody good. dies um, at the tailgate for the Bills uh, this week too. I think well, somebody that's gets caught on like, fire. It's in, it's in Buffalo, the Buffalo, the Bills Mafia. <laughs> they <laughs> jump through <laughs> tables that are on fire for some reason. Yeah. Uh, uh, because it's awesome because it's Buffalo. Because they have to live their lives in Buffalo. Yes, um, I would jump in a fire too if I lived in Buffalo. Yeah, it's a tough place yeah. to, to 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 visit and or to live. Um, but I think New England wins this game by three touchdowns, and and I think I think in an executive or two, it, it ESPN ends up killing themselves over this. So oh, that's a bold pick. Can we put a prop bet on my bookie for that? <laughs> How many people kill themselves over this game? Yeah. Dave over will get a sex three? change operation if one ESPN exec kills himself. After so he's switching. He's he's going to be a man then. He's going to go back to man. Okay. All right. So Dave has already transitioned from male to female. He's going to go back to male. You're going to go back to Bruce. He saved his junk. He was a Bruce, then a Caitlin. Now he's going to go back to a Bruce. You did. You saved your junk in a formaldehyde jar. Yeah. I'm proud of you, and I want to see that thing sewn back on. Um, Yeah, you had a nice dick, dude. I don't know why you got rid of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, it's fair enough, yeah. It's on ice. Um, (laughs) It's just like Disney. Walt Disney. (laughs) His head and Dave's dick are both on ice. <laughs> Can you do that? Can you put your your torn off dick in cryostasis? Is that a thing? I don't know. But with that, we got to we, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, Xander, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Exactly. Where can people find you and your water? Uh, you know, the easiest way is Amazon because it's uh, free two day shipping and it's probably the cheapest there. But you can get Albertsons. Uh, I can't announce what I really want to announce right now, but maybe one of the biggest grocery chains. Trader Joe's. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, uh, I always yeah, thought he was Mexican, by the way. It turns out he wasn't. Um, thought that it was Trader Jose. Trader Jose. For a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Is it not so Trader Jose? No, no, I was just mispronouncing just it. Just a Joe. Yeah, just a Joe. It's a coffee shop. Just your, your average store. Joe. Yeah. That's disappointing. Uh, yeah, pick up H-Factor Water. It's great. Uh, bet with us on mybookie.com. Again, any bets between $100 and 3000 get automatically doubled. Um. This was a fun one. Xander, appreciate you being on the show. Thank you, sir. D'Anthony, you're a piece of shit. Thanks. I'll see you in hell. Uh, Good night, everyone. To I, another man's Vegas. hotel room in hours, three days, hours. Well, me. hours, whatever. Um, <laughs> you ever seen that movie, Pretty Woman? I feel like a pretty man. No, no kissing. No, no kissing. Yeah, but yeah. it's just a stand-up shower in there. There's no, there's no, there's no soak tub. That's all there is. Speaking of pretty men, we've got a pretty man Ooh, I'll on the it. show I'll today. It. Thank you, John Anik. <laughs> We're replacing Rocco. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we really are. A little shorter, but God, yeah. it looks really good. shorter, but super he? Latino and sexy. <laughs> are you Latino? Guys. I, you know, I get you could that be a Italian. Lot. You know, I tried to name my son Pedro. My wife wouldn't have it. Oh, <laughs> I did. I, I vote mean, for him. I vote for Pedro. Massachusetts, you know, yeah, that's, that's the point. Probably yeah. Italian. Yeah, are you know, Italian. Yeah, no, well, a little bit in there. Lithuanian, yeah. Eastern oh, really? European. Really? Yeah, right. I like the uh, I like the American mutt. That's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. that's, that's, that, there's nothing more Same. American than the guy that doesn't know who the fuck he came from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is true. Exactly. And I even did what well, I even was forced to do one of those genetic testing things for some Fox me, Sports yeah. promotion. Sure, yeah. I still don't have great information. It's, really? it's like 90% Northern European, whatever well, yeah, the fuck that right. means. Yeah. Eastern yeah. European. Wait, that's not a country. What did they tell you? What were the final results? I mean, they didn't. 
they don't fire back and tell you it's inconclusive, but to your point, right. yeah, it's ninety percent. You know, so it's Eastern like the Kavanaugh, yeah. it's Kavanaugh yeah. FBI trial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's inconclusive. We don't know. We don't remember what day you took the test. No, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Uh, right. Welcome to the show. So for the fans out there, we have John Anik, who is the voice of UFC. Yes. If you've watched any of the uh, pay per views, it's him and Joe Rogan on the fucking mic. Goddamn right it is. We're here in Las Vegas Fight Week. Uh, this is arguably the biggest sporting event of the year. It McGregor is. versus <laughs> Khabib. Oh yeah, it's the biggest. This is the biggest sporting event of the year. Ooh. No question. And they put you in a in a palatial spread here. Palatial, huh? This I, is really nice. <laughs> I, I know you wanted that couch to yourself, but I, uh, not only did I want that couch, I wanted this throw pillow. Uh, yeah, no, you're really you're really hugging that one. Just, yeah, just for myself. What's happening here? What's going on with the pillow? Yeah. I, I, I'm a big fan of. Are it. you I, hiding a boner over there? Yeah, yeah he, he, is. He, is. he is. As soon as he found out he was European, now. <laughs> whenever we do shows from a hotel room, I don't know where to put my hands. So, like, I feel oh, yeah. you don't know where to put your boner. I yeah. feel like a lady. <laughs> I, I feel like a young Betsy Ross of like, how do I sew this flag <laughs> like young right Betsy here? Ross, what the fuck? What? Well, what? I, I like doing the show in my room because I run hot and it's an issue. Sometimes I'm sweated through my shirt before the first pre. Night. So when we I first, what do, you, what do we the got climate. the thermostat when, on? What do we I got? I don't know. Sixty-one. When we first showed up, John was completely nude. When we yeah. walked through the door. Yes, yes, yes. He yeah. had he had paint on his body. <laughs> uh, right, a lot. Were you, were you at Ka last night? Where were you? I'm not going to say. With Steve Aoki, two a.m. He hasn't showered yet. Yep. I just like a man who puts his thermostat on 61. 61. That's the, we call that the so. Roger Maris in the biz. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the home run record. And I'm, I'm proud of you for that. My wife, Jesus I'm about to Christ. change it to 60 because I'm a Boston guy. Oh, know. look at that. Can we do that, JT? Thank you. Look at that. Thank you. I tell you what, since we're on the Boston Yankees subject, we had Pete Rose on yep. uh, last episode. Look, your Red Sox have been lights the fuck out this year. Uh, Yankees won last night. It's going it to be Red Sox-Yankees. I can't believe it's been this long since they met in the playoffs. It's I bet while, JT yeah. probably couldn't drink in a bar when they played last 2004, no, right? No, he can't what drink in a bar now. Yeah. No, he's been kicked out of most bars. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. 2004, though, I was about ready to head over to Iraq. So I was, I was, I was, I was getting ready. Yeah. The last time I remember Yankees Red Sox in a series was Aaron fucking Boone. Yeah. And now he's manager. That little home run now down the left manager. field. Line. Yeah, no, it's tense. It's always tense. And my 66-year-old mother lives and dies with every inning and every pitch. And so uh, we're hopeful, though. You know, we got a good team. But Chris Sale's got to be perfect. Don't I mean, worry about it. No, he's got to be you know, healthy. To be honest, and I, I was watching ESPN earlier, and the guys are talking about how even with Sale iffy, the Red Sox are still, without Sale, better in every department than the Yankees. On paper. The, the game changes so much, though, it does. in the postseason. Baseball can happen. Yeah. Baseball and if, can happen. If Sale gives up one run, I mean, we can you know speculate as to how healthy he is. Right. But if he gives up one run, Red Sox got to score two. And as you guys yeah. know, in a postseason setting, two runs are hard to come by. Yeah. You know, he tough. needs fucking zeros. Yeah. And I'm not sure he can give you eight or nine zeros like three times in a row like Madison Bumgarner's done for the Giants. Right. I don't know. We'll see. I'm hopeful. We'll the, see. The other thing is going up against that Yankees line- lineup where you got Stanton, you got Judge. Uh, Gary Sanchez, all the, all those guys. Yep. Every, anybody can go yard in that lineup at any single time, and that that is a fucking game changer. Against the A's last night, I, what was it? Judge and Stanton both right. went yard with deep, deep shots. It is a soul crushing 
blow when those guys get up to to hit. I will say, you know what I've been doing though since 1996 when I was 18 years old is I bet on the Yankees, I bet on the New York teams, and over the years I've invested a lot of money trying to buy Boston championships. So I have loaded up on the Yankees in the series. <laughs> you soften the blow a little bit if if obviously they're able to beat the Red Sox, but uh, yeah, it's going to be competitive. I mean, the, the Yankees offense scares the hell out of me. I'm not going to lie to you, and I think zeros are going to be hard to come by. But it's exciting, I, you know. But the notion that some Bostonians were like rooting for this series and not rooting for Oakland last night, like get the fuck out of here. We were rooting for the That's A's. That's a lie, right? All of us. Yeah, yes. yeah. Everybody was right. Yeah. Everybody was an A's fan last night. Absolutely. I don't understand. I mean, yes, we're excited that we have this series and this opportunity, but there's also an opportunity to lose to the Yankees in a postseason setting, which no New Englander is looking for. So. No, not at all. Especially after what happened last time, right? Aaron, well, Aaron fucking well, Boone. No, well, then they got him in 04. So the last time, thankfully, was uh, Johnny Damon and everybody else in the Red Sox exercise. Where did those Johnny demons. Damon go after that? He went a lot of different places. He's a did he go to the man. Yankees? He did. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. For, I, for, that slipped my mind. He did. He did he, go to yeah, the Yankees. He went, he went, a, lot of, <laughs> went a lot of different places. But you're bringing it back out on me. This is good, you know. My, my brothers say I'm not a fan anymore, so this is good. We so. build you up to tear you down. Yeah, That's what yeah. we do. That's what we do. But say, look, since we are in Vegas for fight week, uh, again, biggest sporting event of the year, in my opinion, no matter what happens with the, the Yankees-Red Sox, yeah. uh, McGregor-Khabib, Everybody's been dreaming for this match. It's finally here. He's throwing dollies through windows of buses, getting sued by people. <laughs> the pay-per-view is, is going to break every record there yep. ever was. Who you got in this fight? Well, I have the call, so you can be sure I can't give you guys a prediction, you know, but I have a lot of information in my head that is, I would love to. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, so, does Dana White say you, you cannot make a prediction on this? I think that just runs the table for play-by-play guys well, in you any know, sport. It's you don't funny. pick a, fi- a fighter. Uh, it's funny because a lot of guys have talked about how if you're a guy with an opinion, how do you be an, an anchor of anything yeah. and still be taken seriously? And authenticity is always the word that I hear. Yes. Like, be authentic. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to put your full opinion out there, but it does mean that you have to stay objective. And for a guy like this that's going to call the, the play-by-play, basically, he can't say who he thinks is going to win the fight. Great. So let me, let me change this question, then. Do you like Ireland more or Russia? <laughs> right. that's as a that's country. That's Just good. as a country. Like, <laughs> well, I, Are you honestly, more a fan of vodka you visited or both? Would you go to Ireland or Russia <laughs> first? You know, forced to choose. No. Um, I, I will say, though, it, it, it's sort of nice to hear you put the fight in those terms and say for you it's the biggest sporting event of 2018. This is the first yep. time for me that the UFC has felt like a Super Bowl. First yeah. time I've gotten anxious packing my fucking suitcase. Oh, Right. So it's a little bit different. And and obviously for us, what helps us is we have 12 fights to call before those guys even fight. Right. Right. So we so for us, it's uh, it's a little bit of a different ballgame. Whereas when you're calling a Super Bowl, all of a sudden, you know, First you're in there, one, you know. Yeah, so we have a lot of time. But you're a fight fan, right? right? So you're like you're watching these fights. You're not necessarily waiting for McGregor Khabib. You're like looking at the fight, like wow, this is en- this is entertaining to me. No doubt right? about it. You're and, a fan of the. And I, you know, I've been working my whole life to have an opportunity to call a sporting event like this. Right. But if I, I would love to be sitting in here with you guys watching a fight like that right. and not having to provide the soundtrack necessarily for a sporting event of that magnitude, right? It'd be nice to sit down and right. have a shot of Don Julio and just say, holy fucking shit, and not be all, right. have a million people in your ear, right? So um, it, that's the thing, too. Like, I've always wanted to be an NFL guy, but do I want to lose my NFL Sundays in my Red Zone channel and, and sitting right. around or do you, and be on the road for 17 yeah. straight Sundays? So you heard, I don't know. you heard it here first, folks. John Anik chose UFC because he wants <laughs> to watch football on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. There's nothing like a, a sporting event that, that takes place only once a month. 
that yeah. you can you, know, you can yeah. go to around the world. Yeah. So the most I think I've done is like 25 in a year when we did 41 events, and my schedule Ooh. has changed God a lot damn. since being sort of loosely promoted to the number one seat. But I've been to Brazil 26 times. We were going seven times a year. Really? So that's been sort of the biggest uh, blessing, for lack of a better word, that my international schedule has been trimmed down considerably. Nice. That's crazy. Yeah. I know a lot of you guys were in Russia recently. Did you go over I did for not. any of that? I did not. So I would have liked to go, though. That was our first show in Russia, yeah. and, and it was one of the biggest live event crowds, atmospheres we've ever right. had. I would have liked to have been there. And you guys are trying to recruit talent from over there, right? Yeah, I mean, they're coming. I mean, they're taking over. Even if you look at the roster right now, it's yeah. not just Khabib. And we have two more Russians on this fight card. Yana Kunitskaya, who fought Chris Cyborg, and, right, uh, yeah. and Alexander Volkov, who's a six foot seven inch heavyweight that might be next for the, for the title. Holy so, shit. Yeah. So there's some Russian infusion going on for sure. Russian wow. infusion. You heard it here, fools. Uh, man, I, I had look. I had Russian infusion once in college. Changed my life. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, He's I still taking antibiotics it. for it now. I, I, I almost married her. You know, I almost brought her over. Yeah, and no, you today. told me that was a professor. Well, it, <laughs> it is and it isn't. Uh, look, I call a lot of older women in my life professors just because they're teaching me <laughs> right. uh, All the sexual <laughs> positions. So um, my wife is going to be amped to hear this episode. You're welks, Jesse. Love everything you do. Um, I, here's what. What I love about you. We show up at your hotel room. Right. First of all, you invite us in. You got two queen beds. Right. For, and it's totally nude. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You got totally two queens for three kings, which I appreciate that. <laughs> you got the Patriots Colts game on in That's the background. Right. I bet in the first half. Um, as you know, we host a sports show. That's right. Six and a half on the uh, the first half of it. They just scored behind you. God damn it, John. You're really doing it right. Dude, you're <laughs> cashing that first half wager for sure. You're love looking, it. We'll, I, uh, see. we'll see. There's 12 minutes left. It's wow. Kind of it's, we'll, look, we'll know before the end of this show whether will. or not Ross won the money on this fucking We will. We will. But you're a Boston guy. Yes, I lived the first 30 years of my life in Massachusetts. So are you a Tom Brady guy? I'm more a Bill Belichick guy than a Tom Brady guy. Really? Why, we why can is that? have your guy edit that part out. No, I no, just... Fine. Because it's a coach's league, right? And it is. That's why. And the gap between Bill Belichick and the next best coach, right? And and the gap between Bill Belichick and the worst coach in the NFL is so wide that I just feel like he deserves a lot of credit for unifying 45 men. And I used to work with some guys at ESPN, Christian Fourier, former New yeah, England yeah. Patriot. You should yep. hear the way these guys talk about Bill Belichick. It's cult-like almost. Well, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Like they ability, really they believe. His yeah. ability without raising his voice to make yeah. them want to take a bullet. Yeah. For him. I mean, it's just... I, I think, love that. You know, I love that, it's, though. It's, it's that, I mean, that's... That he's a Navy guy. Of no, it's... You don't have to raise your voice because they're already so... Uh, disgusted that they disappointed him. There's a line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a. There's a. It's like he doesn't even yeah. have to say anything. Right. True. There's a line in in Goodfellas about uh, Paul Sorvino's character, Paul Cicero, Paulie Cicero. Remember that? Yeah. Where he says he didn't raise his voice because he never had to. Right. Yeah. No. And that's the ultimate sign of respect. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I say to my wife. Hand goes up, mouth goes shut. Um, <laughs> and, and if she doesn't right. listen, right. obviously <laughs> right. there's a backhand from the basement that I bring up. Um, in real life, his wife could beat the living shit. Well, out of him, she's yeah. fine. I mean, she's she... not like cyborg or anything. But like, yeah, we we we've had our our go for go, you know, <laughs> tit for tat, if you will. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure Jesse's undefeated in that one. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah, yeah, she's yeah. okay. Oh, James is undefeated. Yep. Spending as much time as I have at yeah. that. With, with <laughs> <laughs> she just gives him a look. Yeah, yeah. You guys didn't really? procreate, did you? Yeah, oh, twice. We, we, we got a couple wow. of those. Guys. Even recently, yeah. yeah. I was shoot boys, so we got two sons. Did you yeah, a month? Yeah, yeah. How yeah. about that? Once, I, I about trained a month my balls. Right? 
Um, so, <laughs> I, and that's real. Like I, I, I would sit by a microwave. So if I'm heating up a hot pocket, right. like I, I would leave it in for an extra thirty, and then just hang the sack up right next to it. Wow. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that works. It's twice. warm. I'm the complete opposite. Where I'm running 150 watts. At three a girls. Jeff Radio. Three oh, girls. You know what that's this the brings to mind? Right right yeah, yeah, yeah. What, why, why is that? I don't know, but I was told when I and I had two girls, and then finally cranked out a boy somehow, some way. I was told to stop exercising for six weeks because Shut of that restless curse, you know. Really, hmm. uh, which uh, it's hard because my television suit is very small, so I couldn't necessarily do that. But um, but no, I I didn't work out like the week before I I you know what's the word the verb for my son i didn't work out a week before and there it uh, is got the boy so nice. I like stop it. working out and you'll Lucky. make a boy if you're how'd you boy. wrestle that long without having cauliflower ears i did not wrestle that's what i'm saying wrestlers oh, could no i did not i did not so i what, played what, basketball in the winter oh you did, did all right yeah. cool how'd you get into ufc then so I was hosting a boxing radio show in Boston for about four years, and uh, basically in 2007, Gary Shaw, who was a boxing promoter, yeah. was starting Elite XC, and he inv- invited a bunch of boxing media to come cover this mixed martial arts event in Tunica, Mississippi. And I didn't go kicking and screaming, but I was like a little skeptical of the mixed martial arts thing because we were so defensive of boxing because it was on a decline a little bit right. that it was hard to just you know dip both feet in. But when I saw MMA live for the first time, I was like, man, they do all this other shit. Uh, it kind of it's a production. It's really fun. Yeah. It's a production. <laughs> so. You know, we talked to Dan Duva from the Golden Knights, who does a radio show not yeah. too long ago. What, a couple months ago? Yeah, a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, and he was talking about, he started out, he and his buddy were in college, and they just started uh, doing the shows for the Cape Cod Baseball League, like the Summer Baseball yeah. League for all the guys. Cape Cod League, sure. Like, there was nobody doing it. <laughs> sure. And he was like, hey, this is really interesting. We should fucking do a radio show here. Right. And all of a sudden, now he's the goddamn, he's the guy. He's the radio yeah. guy. And, and that's the, the way it works. The, re- the reason why I asked him is, like, you're, you're a fit dude. I'm sure you get that all the time of like, hey, man, you must you must have fought at some some point in your career. So, you know, I took boxing lessons for a couple of years when I was doing the boxing show. And then I did go to Brazilian jiu-jitsu class six times. Gracie? But I fucking did not like Brazilian no, six, no. six times total. Have you any of you guys trained Brazilian jiu-jitsu? Fuck no. So, it, you know, I think no. that eventually I'll get back in there and maybe I'll get the bug. But it's just not. I'd rather go play tennis or play golf or play hoops like or, or go for a run or ride a bike. Like, I just don't. It's too much. It, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of you know one on one contact with another guy. Which if I you haven't wrestled or done a lot of that, that's a little bit foreign to people. You know, I wish I could hop off a mic, but like first class, like I don't know if I can do this with the video. But it's like uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like JT. Just, yeah, yeah, get on up there. Oh, here we there go, buddy. It is. We Ross, got you, we got a little man on man. Oh, he's there. It is. He's deep in there. <laughs> yeah. How, how long do you want to be on top of another guy missionary well, right, right. position? So, yes, so a lot yes. of guys, when you say hop in my guard, I think if I ask this gentleman to hop in my guard, he'd tell me to fucking jump out the window, right? Yeah. So I, so there's a lot of, of yeah. things that were foreign to me when I first started, and I felt like I needed a notepad because I go back for the next class, and they're like, dude, Kimura's sweet. I'm like, I got nothing. So yeah. it was an adjustment for me, but uh, I think it helped me a little bit, you know, but I think it would help me a lot more if I actually wasn't a quitter and would stay committed to it yeah because joe lives that life yeah i mean he, he's you know, he's in that shit every goddamn and he's day a, you know he's a lifelong martial artist yeah i mean i grew up sort of a mainstream stick and ball sports guy in boston i didn't i took karate i think for like 
two classes mm-hmm. when I was five. But yeah, Joe had a lot of Taekwondo accolades. Obviously, yep. he's a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black yep. belt, and uh, thankfully, he's the analyst, and I'm just the play-by-play guy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you been on the podcast, on Rogan's podcast? I have not been on the Joe Rogan experience. Can you guys make that happen you somehow, been, somewhere? Yeah, Can do you, you not? You haven't been on the Fight Companion show? No, you know, while I'm in South Florida, I'm not in L.A., so I think that makes it a little bit challenging. And I felt like for years, he was doing that Fight Companion for the shows that... I would, you know, he was yeah, counter programming yeah, yeah. the audio of the shows that we were doing for <laughs> so many years. Because our you know? buddy, we we sponsor Brendan Chop's show, uh, Fighter and a Kid, and the yeah. other one, Big Brown. Yep, and uh, he's on the Fight Companion all the time. Oh, all the they time. Are, like, pretty much every great. episode. They're right? great. Which, well, and I feel like Joe loves those Fight Companions so much that a part of my focus on Fight Night, I want to make that setting for yeah, him yeah. as enjoyable as his Fight yeah, Companion yeah. is. You know, and you know, so I sort of came into his space, right? I mean. Yep. 1997, right? He had a role with the UFC. I was a senior in high school, right? right? So for me, that's something I take very seriously. I want it to be fun for Joe, and I think over the last almost two years, uh, it, it has been fun. How, you can, how, you yeah, can how's tell. your relationship? Yeah, It's great. You know, I think in broadcasting, you you got a pretty good idea quickly whether or not you have chemistry right. with someone, yep. right? I mean, and if it isn't there, I think it's hard to fake it. But oh, and the audience will know right away. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, yeah I of think course. We're, yeah. If, you're, if you're trying to push it, the audience will know. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think we all have our strengths, and we try to play to those strengths. I think we have a similar sense of humor, you know, so I laugh out loud a lot at the things he says. And, uh, you know, I think we have a pretty good feel, and, and obviously we have a, a pro fighter now to his right, which I think makes for a good dynamic as well. So right. it's good. I mean, I work a lot less hard in a three-man booth i mean i work hard on pay-per-view because there are no commercials and i'm sure. reading every spot we do yep but my voice feels a lot different at the end of the night in a three-man booth than than a two-man booth, of course you know, yeah because i'm saying 33 percent less in theory did you work with goldberg no because we do the same job right so yeah so, so you took over for him i did ah we, we worked with him on on range 15 he actually was in our movie. he was he was in our movie we did um, what were the challenges of that, of replacing somebody who's been there for so long? Well, I will say I do not envy the man who has to try to replace Joe Rogan, right? We've had a lot of these fighters in that analyst chair yeah. come in and, and be in that role, oh. doing the post-fight interviews yeah. and things like that. I and, feel like the uh, UFC is lucky that Joe does this because he loves it, because honestly, he doesn't need the money. No. He really doesn't. Right. Yeah. But, you know... When I started, they had me doing different things than Mike, right? They had me emceeing the weigh-ins and doing the post-fight interviews, and I learned a lot from Joe in terms of how he executes those things, in terms of how to make it festive for a live audience when you're doing the weigh-in or the post-fight interviews and things like that, and I've learned a lot from him. But yeah, when I took over for Mike, obviously those were big shoes to fill, and he had been an institution like Joe, And uh, but I wouldn't have left ESPN if I didn't have aspirations to have that seat, right? Was, I mean, I was, was at your, ESPN for, what's that? What was your learning curve there, though, going into that? Like, well, I had studying co- and things like that were you doing, right? coming from your sports background to, so to jumping into that? in 2009, I did season one of Bellator. And I, when I first sat down to call my first MMA fight, I was like hitting the talkback button like, dude, you guys got the wrong guy. Like, I don't, you know, because I, <laughs> I had never called combat before. Excuse me, but because I was hosting ESPN's MMA Live on ESPN2, mm-hmm. they thought, oh, let's get this guy. To, so, right. But once I started, I was like, man, I just really enjoy doing this. You mm-hmm. know, I'd done play-by-play for other sports, but not for combat, and I really enjoyed doing that. So by the time I got 
you know, by default or whatever. By, by the time I became the number one guy, I had called fights for the UFC at that point for four or five years. So I had the experience at that point in time. But, you know, it's ne- no show's perfect. They can fire me at any time without cause, right? I mean, I take it pretty seriously. You know, I don't put undue pressure on myself, but you're only as good as your last show. And uh, I'm a Boy Scout on the road just sitting in here fucking cranking out shit instead of sitting in the sports book. And that's kind of the gig. Yeah. Uh, l- let me ask you this. With a fight this big... You know, and you have so much time to think about it before going in. Is there any phrases or catchphrases that you run over of like, all right, in case McGregor knocks him out in, in, in ten seconds, I'm gonna I'm gonna come in with this. <laughs> so when you're charged with providing the soundtrack to a sporting event of this magnitude, I think to not have any thought maybe is would be a little weird that maybe you're not doing your job. But only once in calling fights for these guys for seven years have I ever thought about a call before it happened. It was Demetrius Johnson when he was trying to tie or break Anderson Silva's record yeah, right. for title defenses. And the word that kept coming into my head as I was writing scripts was immortality. So I thought if there was a way to work the word immortality into the call, and I think I eventually said, you know, one win away from UFC immortality or whatever it was. But I don't, I'm not a catchphrase guy. I'm not a shtick guy. I never have been. I never will be, you know, because oftentimes when you're capping a fight, you don't need a catchphrase. Then you're just like, it's like hitting a fucking button. Right, right. Like for me. Sometimes all you need to say is like magic Marlon Marais by knockout, right? Like, yeah, it's like it's the guy's nickname, his name, right. and how he won the fight. So, do you feel like sure. you're trying to get out of the way of the talent sometimes? Well, yeah, and in a three man booth, obviously, yeah. there's less real estate, but for sure, and that's that's an important point too. Yeah, is yeah. like, oh, how are you going to cap this if Connor right. knocks him out early? Well, right. Joe might be talking, so right. I'll wait for Joe to finish, and maybe Dominic Cruz is going to. Yeah. And we, we see so, Joe you know. up in the octagon all the time, and he's it looks like he's about to start talking or say something, and he's putting the mic up to somebody's face, and he's like he just backs away and puts the mic out. Yeah, like let's right. see what these guys are gonna say. Well, so in a football game, right, it's pretty clearly defined play by play guy analyst, right? The play happens, play yep. by play guy does it, and then he lays out the analyst analyzes what happens, you right. know. But in MMA, there's all this gray area, and then you inject a third voice into the mix, right? right? I'm sitting next to Joe fucking Rogan and a former UFC champion or a current UFC champion. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to open my mouth and I'm not reading a pro, like I damn well better have something good to say, right? right. If I'm going to take their real estate. Can I give you something to chew on? Yeah, man. Just a, a slight meal. If 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 McGregor knocks him out in 10 seconds. Oh, give me something wrong. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. His name is my name too. I like that. I think that would really set the stage. <laughs> Don't. Wee Willy Winky running no, through the town no, upstairs, no, downstairs. No, no don't in make his night any of his gown. advice. Don't do I, any of I that. Would. No. I would. I would. I want you, you to have a job. I think. I think you should just yell, "P.S. Yeah. I love you, <laughs> man." He's a better killer than Casey Anthony. That looks like a young Casey Anthony in the ring. <laughs> Those are just suggestions. I'll, I'll I'm throwing one. them yeah. out. <laughs> um, have you <laughs> seen the Burger King commercial that he did? The spicy crispy chicken sandwich that Connor did. Con- no, I haven't. That's what keeps popping into my fucking head. Is that he knocks him out and I say spicy crispy chicken sandwich. Spicy crispy chicken oh, I'm sure sandwich. Burger, yeah, 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 Burger King yeah. would love that. Oh, they yeah, would you, love it. John Anik, the new spokesperson for Burger King. Burger King. You might just get a check in the mail <laughs> on that one. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> else is paid off. <laughs> but, you know, he has injected that word proper into everything this week. You saw well, it at yeah. the press conference. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if we're going to work a proper in there. But no, we'll well, well, I will say this. So uh, late last night, uh, we had some shows. We had, we had Pete Rose on. Um, I get back to the hotel room. Uh, he's on Conan O'Brien doing a remote right. with Conan O'Brien. He's got he's got the whiskey on camera, the proper 12. He's drinking it. He asked Conan to drink some. 
how how much has that played into this? Because I heard he signed a, a six fight deal, McGregor, and his whiskey is going to be in the ring tomorrow. I haven't seen the canvas yet. That'll be pretty cool if proper twelve. That's what I heard is actually on the canvas. Yeah. I will say in terms of him signing a six fight deal, though, he can renegotiate in theory after every fight, right? So I think the the goal is to have Connor compete as often as he would like and as often as possible because. We don't have any superstar that is anywhere near his stratosphere, but I don't... Yeah, but you also want to think about, in the marketing world, you want to think about frequency, right? Like, you don't want to show somebody the same, and, and a fight like yeah. this is an advertisement for all the shit that UFC promotes. So you don't want to show that at too high a frequency. You want it to be at just the right amount, that. right? I think there's something to that, but Connor is a, a different bird, and our sport is is very different, right? Israel, Adesanya, some of these fighters who compete regularly, yeah. that's how they take that next step. And I think for Connor, right. if he wants to turn around and fight in December, right? Mm-hmm. And he because, you know, you might as well capitalize on the training you're doing. Exactly, right? yeah. Like I don't but know. But it's got to be a spectacle, right? You can't like Connor can't come out and say, I'm going to fight every four months. I don't give a fuck. He can fight today, and they can say, you know what? I'm going to fight in December, too. Fuck that. But they can wait a year and fight. Yeah. Right? It's all about training the audience, or not training the audience to expect what's coming. Let it, surprising them with the new marketing strategy. In terms of maximizing pay-per-views? Yep, exactly. Is that well, yes. but, maximizing this, honestly, everything. UFC, from a marketing standpoint, is is becoming an entire fucking study piece in, in the sports world. Because yeah. they're the only ones that just enthralled and, and it lit a fire under this audience because of the shit talking and the drama and everything like that. I mean, it was, you know, we were, we were down at, at world RX, the, the new American rally cross. And yeah. it's like the drivers are so proper and they're, they're yeah. all friends. It's why it's NASCAR like, is uh, dying. And it, yeah. And, it, and, it, and it, but it's, but it's there's there's no audience there, yeah. and why? Why is nobody watching this? Because there's because no personality, right? Right. Right. Yeah. right? Like right. nobody like like the racing is the most fun racing to watch because they're hitting each other and they're aggressive and everything like that. But when you interview the drivers, Steve Arpin and Ken Block and everything like that, they're not they're not shit talking each yeah. other. Yeah. They're not they're you know, you know uh, one of our one of our guys Connor Martell who just won the championship yep. with our car like uh, and. And he's almost lapping guys. Yeah. I'm like, dude, if you were to just make a fake text thread of you texting every other driver going, hey, I thought we were racing today. Right. That would blow up on yeah, social up, media. Yeah. People would then start start paying attention yeah. and they would be into it. It's like, You're right. you guys got it. And that's what the UFC did the best. And that's why now. Well, you know, the, the what the UFC did was take what Vince McMahon created and WWE and ma- and put it, it in a they, real sport. They mapped it onto an yeah. actual sport with actual consequences. Right. And people are fucking enthralled by that shit, man. Well, and I'll tell you guys, too. We got 11 fights to call before Connor and Habib. And for me, they all have great consequence, right? Yeah. And that's why, for me, going back to the stick and ball sports, going to call a regular season college basketball game right now. Who gives a shit? You yeah. know what I mean. But for these fights, every single fight for these guys is the fight of their lives. Yep. It's it's that's life what I and loved death. about that's what I loved about Black Rifle sponsoring the Contender Series because we watched Greg Hardy fight a couple times, for oh, example, yeah. and some of these other young guys, and and they fight. They're, they're not fighting for uh for a purse. They're fighting for their career. 100%. Every single fight yeah. is for their career, and it's amazing. And it's interesting you talk about the Contender Series because that 
is so much that right and you're walking into the the ultimate fighter gym right yeah. crickets like it's not an arena it's a very weird feel yeah. and yet it's the most pressure packed moment some of the guys say there's more pressure on the contender series than when they make their UFC debut there has to be because there's, there's only like, there's only 30 of us yeah we there's were like there. 30 people plus yeah. the families and the whole fucking audience and, and the families are screaming at their oh, children yeah. who are in the ring dead serious. Like like their lives depend on it because yeah, they do essentially. They do. Yeah, they do. So because a lot of people are in there trying to put food on the table and their wives, baby mamas, whoever, their kids are there. We saw some their their own children are yeah. there watching them get the shit kicked out of one another. Yeah. And the first guy that fought uh you know, threw a kick and he broke his leg in half. Yeah. Uh, and they had to was, walk uh, him over to the thing. He did not want to get out of that ring. No, he was a Navy veteran, too. That yeah, guy, yeah. They physically had to pull him out of that ring and said, hey, yeah. you're done. And he's just like, you don't understand what this means for, for me and my family. Yeah, he and was so like, pissed. He was, oh, like, he, I, he was in tears. Like, he was winning the fight up to that point, too. And he had a knot on the side of his ankle that was the size of your fucking head. Yeah, yeah. I vaguely remember. Yeah. Well, that's and, the thing about our sport, too, though. It is superficially violent, right? Like, oh, yeah. And... You know, football and ice hockey, right? We could go on and on. I mean, boxing. I covered a boxing death in 2005. That's the fucking scariest sport in the world. It's like, hey, get a in concussion. And as long as you can get up in eight seconds, come up, get another concussion, exactly, and hit your brain right. to the other side. In our sport, you know, more often than not, you get a concussion in a fight, and that fight ends. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, it doesn't happen all the time. There are guys, flash knockouts, and they come back. But... You get a little cut on your forehead. I remember when the shower head fell and hit my little brother when we were growing up. Yeah. And he's standing in like two gallons of blood. I thought he was going to die. One fucking stitch on his forehead, you know. Mm. And you bring it up in the context of children watching fights. Because yeah. I think our sport is more superficially violent. If you can get past the blood, you realize that it is a controlled setting. Much more so than it was years ago. Oh, yeah. And, and much more controlled than football. Because at least oh. there's somebody in there to stop it. I mean, how many guys' careers do you know that have ended in UFC because of an injury in the ring? It's a good question. I can't. Yeah, I can't few. think of any big ones off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, whereas you watch an NFL game, you, it you happens can, all the time. Uh, yeah. It happens all the time. Like That's guys who are in the first or second year. Yeah, steal should yeah. steal for the broadcast. Also steal John Jacob Jingleheimer's. His name is my name too. He's out. Um, I wait, do. wait. You you said you were covering. Um, the weigh-ins for a while. Are you, were you there for any of the Sean O'Connor? Oh, should get a yeah. Sean. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what made it good. Well, yeah. right. And, and Sean's no. a buddy of ours, by yeah, the way. Sean, Sean yeah. in Salt Lake. Sean's uh, a good they, He did his podcast out of our studio for a while. Yeah, yeah and our guy, Matt Best, who all of our audience knows, trains with Sean all the time, too. Yep. Yeah. No, it's, it's tricky, though, because... To have the verbal ability or to the creativity to make people care in a way in setting like that, like n- not a lot of these guys are able to multitask enough to handle their weight cut and their training and everything else, and then hop on a microphone right. and say something super well. Work it themselves. I mean, could be a personality. Could be, for example, is a pretty quiet guy. Although, but I think that's part of his shtick, right? And, right, and for him, I mean, that is a smart motherfucker, right? That yeah, is an he's, educated guy. Yeah. He's thoughtful with everything he says. But Connor is just like next level, right? Like yeah. I've been training my whole life to like talk for a living as a broadcaster, and that dude puts me to fucking shame. Like, let's be honest, right? He there's nothing rehearsed today. I mean, he you know wants to work the word proper in there, or whatever. Maybe he's got a few things in his head, and certainly he's well researched when he walks into the presser. Sure, but everything's organic, everything's off the hip, and he just kills it man yeah. I mean, improv master yeah it's unbelievable yeah, a lot like myself uh i <laughs> consider myself a younger conor mcgregor but that's fine 
Uh, let me ask you this. You, you're you're gonna, had, wait it, a minute. You're going to need a time machine to be a younger Connor. Uh, stop right about. there. I'm, I, I've got a boyish grin, and I'm, and I'm slick as a wolf. Um, <laughs> Connor, Connor, Connor was in junior high when you were 30 playing a teenager in a, in a I, high school movie. Can't even hear this right now. <laughs> when Jared talks, have you seen that movie, Ray? I might as well yeah, be right. looking for a cricket on the floor because I can't hear a goddamn word he says. Um, wait, Ray was blind. Ray was blind. Uh, and, and on besides heroin, the yeah. point, totally fine. I'm, I'm a young Mozart with Jared. Uh, with you, if you had your druthers gun to head, if you could call the, the Yankees Red Sox playoff or this match, what would you choose? Oh, it is not even close. Khabib versus McGregor. No shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know I would love to have the opportunity to call an NFL football game before I call it a career you know fs1 did let me do a national college football game back in 2015 it was actually these pacific northwest guys would appreciate it it was arizona at washington huskies 49 wildcats three i like how you remember halloween night 49 to fucking three but in our in our private one-on-one bets here i've got washington making the playoffs as as the fourth team in this year so i've got well things have changed now i think notre dame might make it now Uh, and i hate that i hate notre dame but i think I, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm afraid to bet against them now. But, man, I can barely sit through an inning. I mean, I'm excited for Red Sox-Yankees, but calling a baseball game, I mean. Well, but, but think about this. So this fight, it, it might last 30 seconds. Right. It might, it might last, you know, 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, or, or, well, what, 25. 25 yeah. minutes, actually. But uh, uh, a Red Sox-Yankees game, it, yeah. could, it could go four hours. Sure. Yep. sure. I guess I'm thinking it's sa- of Saturday night as a, a seven-and-a-half-hour marathon, which is really what it is for us. Are you just calling every single match? Up. We do. Wow. Yeah. We're not like those boxing announcers, you know? We show up in the <laughs> afternoon. We call Lampley, the Lampley and, and those guys roll in, <laughs> just, yeah. just stoned as shit, just yeah, half. Man. What are we doing? Great. Evander Hoyne. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> now, when you guys are there early, hopefully, on Saturday night, you'll see we're there 2.30 with no one behind us. But, yeah, that's been the biggest adjustment, I think, for me is just pay Pacing yourself and and wrapping. I mean, dude, when you do a football game, it's like yeah. you blink. It's halftime. They give you a twelve minute break, and then second half you go home. It's yeah. like you can get out of there in two hours and forty five minutes. And this is a nine hour day for us. So but. yeah, we we pace ourselves too at a UFC fight because it's look yeah. when you start what drinking a, that early, yeah. Dan goes doubles oh, right yeah. around noon. What what I start doing is start drinking doubles around noon. I like and it. Uh, so. What was it about a month ago? Maybe fourteen doubles in a day, something like that. Wow. 14, fourteen doubles before we in got a to day. the game. Yeah, twenty-eight shots total. I'm a I'm a fucking machine, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's right, right as rain. This guy was. Oh, no, I can I, I can hold it to him. Yeah, Jared he, can drink too. Yeah, Jared <laughs> and I. So Jared and I used to drink something called the atom bomb. Do you yes. want to tell him what that was? Yeah. So the atom bomb we created around 2007 after Garrett 2008. 2008. Getting, yeah. Getting back from Iraq. Uh, we found traditional wormwood absinthe and mist, mixed it with Everclear, and it was a, a two ounces of each. Yeah. You could only drink two, and it generally ended with you outside talking to the air conditioner. Yeah. Uh, so if you, th- <laughs> if you think wow. about that in alcohol content, so Everclear is about two shots for normal alcohol, right? Yeah. It's, and then so is, uh, so is the other thing. So that's like four shots per... Yeah, hanging out with these guys, honestly, you want to just throw your liver out the fucking window. I, I, I want to hang out with you guys on a non-pay-per-view weekend, honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do, can. You know? 
You, you, look, you always have that opportunity. Yeah. I mean, we could take you all kinds of places. You come to San Antonio, we'll take you shooting or hunting. Or we can exactly. go to Florida. To. Or we we'll go, go to Florida. Florida. Yeah. Uh, yeah, come up to Jacksonville. We'll yeah, go uh, jet skiing. We got the jet free. Yeah, jet ski up there. Jared put Let's a jet him. ski in his parents' pool. So. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's one of, one of the uh, most viral videos of this year. Yeah. <laughs> I will be watching that when you guys His parents leave. were absolutely disgusted. <laughs> so after this fight, you, you, you're as high as you can possibly get. McGregor could Beeb, what are you hoping for next? Me personally, it's McGregor Diaz trilogy. I hope Diaz wins the next fight, and I ho- I hope we get that trilogy. Yeah, out of I guys. think so too. And I think they want to strike at the right time with that fight. And I think the only time to sort of, or the only thing you can do in that series to give it more beef is to make there be a title on the line, right? Yes. They fought yeah, twice, at, or fifty five, or whatever it is. Or, they yeah. fought twice at welterweight with the main events, but there was no belt on the right, line. So right. how about you do the trilogy with championship stakes? Of course, Nate has to take care of business as an underdog. I would think against Dustin Poirier. When's his fight? Yeah. Two, two weeks. That's now? November third. November third. Oh, so Are you calling that now. as well? I will be there at MSG. God damn it, dude! You Crazy. were living the dream. It's aren't great, you? man. But you know, I, I there was a, a long time where I was calling these fights in Brazil that you know were lean and not a lot of people were watching necessarily. So. Yes, calling the big shows has been an unbelievable thrill, and it's it's just it's amazing, man. It really is because it, and I feel like it. The timing was good because I know the bottom feeders of this roster now so well, sure, right? So like I know the whole bottom half of the roster. It's like, oh, you want me to call? Oh, Conor McGregor. I think I, I think I can do that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. What, what's your? Uh, how do you prepare for this fight? So it's. I see it's all this paper. Yeah, there's a lot. There's well, a lot of I, notes here. I think this here. would it's, more interest you guys. These are my red and blue fighter cards. Gotcha. This so this, this is like uh, James hours. Lipton inside the actor's studio. We're gonna hold these up right here. These are. It's very small print. Very Russell Crowe, beautiful mind. It's almost as if these are taped inside of a garage. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, this is yeah. this is intense preparation right here. So that's sort of my system, and it hasn't failed me yet. I think there's probably a better system out there that I have yet to find but basically i take every bit of information my fighter bios and then anything i get from watching film or between the time i start to fight night and i write it on that card and i can't tell you how many times before i leave my hotel room on saturday the last fucking article i read gives me the nugget that i end up using when the guy yeah sure 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 there's one space on here for me to write do you have a pen yeah i'm gonna write john jacob (laughs) jingleheimer's his name is my name too do it um, <laughs> look, Jared. If you if you had if you had to, to your dream call, McGregor knocks out Khabib. What do you What are you screaming out? There's a hot dog I in the back said, room. I, I already said, "P.S. I love you." Oh, okay. I would say the I'd say the great potato famine is over. That's what I would say. Ooh. Oh boy! I think Dan's going to be the one who ultimately gives me the call. Oh yeah, I love the great potato famine is over. Or Jameson beats vodka. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, uh, too, is you try not to think too much about it because. If Connor knocks him out and I say something like, oh, McGregor did him proper or something, right? Like, I will get oh, fucking shit. vilified by all of the Nermago Meadow fans and probably rightfully so. Yeah, but you'd you know also get I mean? rich. Well, I you know Connor, Connor would, would be like, love yo. It, proper 12 would love it, all of that, you yeah. know. But really, it's. Uh, it's about the moment, you know. I think there are a lot of different broadcasters out there with a lot of different styles, but I think most of the guys that I've tried to sort of model myself after um, don't want to be in the spotlight, don't want to be the story, even on a night like this. You know, if I don't get a text from my boss after the fight, that's the good news, right? Mm-hmm. So. I'm glad you brought that up. Who are your, who are your inspirations and the guys you look up to in the business? Where you're saying, hey, I, I want to keep myself out of it. Like, who are the guys you go to? Because for me personally, 
I, I'm like a McGregor fan. I want to see sex, raw sex. Like Gus right, Johnson right, right. is my fucking dude yep. on Fox. I want to hear him all goddamn night long. And it's more about Gus Johnson than it is about the action. Well, right. And that is great. And Gus makes the money that sort of dovetails with the appeal that he has for you and others. I fucking love Gus Johnson. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but Sean McDonough was always the guy because he was doing the Red Sox games. And sure. he was the Boston guy. And he did Monday Night Football, obviously, for the last few years, but is no longer doing it. But, yeah, he was always the guy. And, and I was doing updates like on an afternoon drive show that he was hosting back in the day. And I'll never forget I did one update and I was like, I said first ever. And he called me back in live on the air and he's like, You just said first ever. He's like, There's no such thing as first ever. It's first, right? It's not, you don't need the ever. And it is the most overused phrase in sports. But I learned a lot from that guy. And it's I called expositional to. dialogue, Ross. It is. Uh, D- yeah, Dan's got Asperger's, so he knows that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's like saying Grand Slam home run or final result exactly or end result. Right, exactly right, right. Because right. Right. Yeah. like for me, I call it my big, dumb, huge dick. And I'm using, <laughs> obviously, two words right. to describe my big right. and huge. And it's like, all right, great. The dumb is just uh, obviously unnecessary. Because it doesn't, know where it's going. Going. It doesn't it have male, a brain. It could be female. Yeah, it, it could be matter. It could be anything. It's fluid. His He's dick, the one who taught me that. His yeah. dick looks like a young Randy Quaid. It does. It does. <laughs> An unshaven Randy. And, yeah. and Christmas vacation, like yep. a Christmas Shorn. vacation. Shit full. Randy Quaid. Unshorn. Uh, you know, pretty much like a like a like a YouTube video with his wife in Canada, yeah, or right, major yeah. league with the fucking very curly hair coming out the side of the Cleveland Indians hat. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get a Randy Quaid penis, and yeah. I'm not, I'm it's not, fine. It's lanky. The ladies uh, it, love it. it. Slouches over, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. Shitter's full. <laughs> Shitter's uh, full. So then I usually go around the front. I don't know if he's allowed to be on a show like that. So yeah. <laughs> yes, we're gonna switch gears. Besides this dream matchup, what else would be the biggest dream? you would have to call in this life well it would be something i think nfl related for really sure and i think there are a lot of different shows maybe out there that aren't necessarily your mainstream sports that i think would be exciting to call in a one-off or something like that like but the what? nfl is like king. the tiger like the tiger phil mickelson thing or yeah something like that or you know i think yeah, the shack versus some weird show like that or yeah. you know american gladiator so you know something like that what about uh, motorsports or something like yeah, that yeah sure you know but <laughs> i just think, i don't We're, know how we know all those guys yeah travis yeah. pastrana is a good friend of the, i mean of the i just show, think though. that there are certain sports like i think auto racing and yeah. hockey that i couldn't step in and do next weekend but i right, think yeah, most yeah. sports i feel like if i had to do it i could suck I it up just and do it together and approach arx and say yeah. Let us come in and, and and give you guys a little boost. Yeah, yeah. 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 We'll, we'll do the sh- the whole show. Yeah, but I don't know how you guys feel about I, the NFL, but it's just been king for me and my family always. That like to to be in that booth on a Sunday, I think yeah. for me would be like, man, you've done something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think you know if you're going on pure ratings, obviously NFL has always been king. Yeah. Uh, since fantasy football started. I think there's been even a, a bigger interest in it where now you're starting to watch shitty teams that you don't really care about because you have right, that one guy. Right. Like for me and Dan, and yeah. you know, we host a, a two leagues, two champions leagues yep. in Drinking Bros where we're watching every single game every single week. And it's like I wouldn't root for D.D. Westbrook um, on a, on a normal basis because right. I fucking hate Blake Bortles. But now the Sunday, I, I'm starting D.D. Westbrook. I'm going to yeah. be watching Blake Bortles. Praying that he throws to Didi Westbrook, and like yeah. to me that that's that 
that shows how big the NFL is yeah, where man. it's like I'm watching a shitty team in a city I don't care about that is way Sorry. far away from my my fan base. Sorry, Jared. <laughs> but that's what marketing is. It's it's it getting is. it's reaching people through their interests and affinities to get them to engage with your brand somehow, right? That's that's the fucking very base level of marketing. If you can I figure that bringing these smart guys to my room today. Jesus. Back though is he needs to announce and call the entire end kill scene in the janitor oh god it'd <laughs> yeah. be great we, we've got we've got a movie uh in pre-production called the janitor that we're working on we're looking for a guy to do play-by-play goldberg did the play-by-play in range yep. 15 in the final death scene in, in range 15 goldberg and brian stan did the did the play-by-play and it's yeah is it, it's randy <laughs> couture is, is the first ever in any movie where two ufc announcers yeah. play-by-play at the final death do a kill scene, scene. Wow. is it yeah. is it randy scene. or is it tim kennedy in that fight tim kennedy naked tim kennedy in a that fight randy naked first yeah, Randy. Naked Tim Kennedy. Let me ask you that. Versus could, zombie Randy. Could yeah, you do a sex Randy. scene? Could you narrate somebody fucking for the right Absolutely. amount of money? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. The reason I bring that. that up is we've done that. <laughs> yeah. Episode 100, two strangers who had never met before had sex live on our show. We set it up like a, Four like right a UFC here. fight right around the bed, and we called it for two and a half hours. I, I need it. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. I mean, I think I'd have to maybe move on from whatever career I'm in to do that. But yeah, I think I could do that for sure. Yeah. 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 There it is. Super Folks. entertaining. I that's fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, and you you because you tried a to lot find of side conversations though. We I mean, did, yeah. Well, right. I mean, we were going at it. For I actually just hours, I, there was a lot of sidebars. Oh yeah, yeah. I I, yeah. I, ju- I just listened to the show again two days ago, just because I like to re-listen to some of the shows and. uh Archer, the guy who was banging the chick, kept commenting like, "I'm a big fan of the show, and you guys talking is really distracting." During the me, sex, <laughs> during the sex, so he was telling us about, "Hey, he was like, oh man, I love the show." And it was like, but he, he was trying to listen he, to the show, yeah, and he was making eye contacts with us as he's fucking, and it was just like, it threw me off. But again, as a professional, exactly yeah. the same way you are, I. I plowed through it, pun intended, and I, I got to my job, and I was like, great. He's at a 90-degree position. The camera's really getting in there for a nice angle. He's had some Rhino 69. He's going for it. Um, Speaking then, of going yeah. for it, you just uh, want some money there, You're friend. welcome. There you go. Was that Sony Michelle? So I've got him on Fantasy, too. he lasted two and a half too. hours because he was more interested listening to you guys. No, he lasted two and a half hours because he put a bunch it, it, of uh, Rhino yeah. 69. He was, oh, on some, he was on some Rhino yeah. 69. Doing Rhino 69. Which, Ropex. God bless him. God bless him. If Yeah, Ropex. Ropex. <laughs> if you're in a title fight, same way as McGregor is, the training that goes into that, the, the preparation, the way that that guy prepared himself oh. to fuck that stranger, like... <laughs> God bless. He's up. He's up there with one of the best, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, Harambe. Time, yeah. He's right up there with Harambe. Well, R.I.P. Um, Could you, you imagine know. just just mainlining a bunch of Viagra or Cialis before a UFC? Oh, oh boy, that's this is weirder than the normal. This is, and I, I want to sure. talk to you about this because the last two Conor McGregor fights, he's had a murder boner at weigh in. Have you noticed that? I'm I, being I dead have. serious. I have. What is that? Why? Why is he hard right after the weigh in? I just, I he might just be well endowed, Ross. No, he's not. He's not. I think, I think he's Ryan it up beforehand, so that way it's an intimidation factor. It, right. If you get a boner in front of another man, and you look them eye to eye, and you're yeah. like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you with a boner." Right. Holy shit! Right. I look at a guy. If if a, if a guy's telling me he's gonna kill me and he's got a fucking boner, I immediately I'm like, "Holy shit! I'm not ready to fight tomorrow night at fucking ten That's PM. why anytime I'm about to get in a fight, I take my pants off and start jerking off immediately. Well, you you do that anyways, but I uh, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did that at the DMV just to get your license faster. <laughs> yeah. hey, 
Yeah, it works. It works. No, no, no. The psychological effect. It's like it's if, called if psychic dude, disincentive. If it, yeah. Yeah. If a dude, if a dude's fronting on you in the bar and you put in a mouthpiece, he walks the fuck away. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> but how often The reason I bring that up is I didn't know if he didn't fuck before fights, and that's why he was. Oh, that he would had make an you erection. Angry. I, that's yeah. what I thought. An if angry you, boner. Yeah. If you just stopped. Well, you, no uh, you guys. I don't have to month. tell you guys. A lot of fighters back in the day would talk about abstaining. From everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody. Out, but I, yeah. there are plenty of fighters who aggressive. who have sex during fight week and are no worse for wear. So yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But, I don't think there's any signs. But I think I would fucking... reckon to say that it, of us four, I think three of the four of us, if we were pro fighters. We would not be having sex because we would think subconsciously that it was going to adversely affect our our performance. You know? Yeah, eh, look, I'm I'm probably that guy that's not the three out of the four, but whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like right. I'm you a just champion. Need what I you fuck need. what I want. I, I yeah. get it. I, I fuck understand. what I want, and uh, and you're gonna get knocked out. It's probably. Well, you can't say that. Yeah, you, you, you can't. <laughs> you really can't. You can't say anything in this goddamn era. But we've said a lot tonight, and I'm proud of each and every single one of us. Uh, now is the point in the show we get to the drinking bro of the week. Somebody who inspired you, somebody who was on the, the come up, um, uh, or helped you on the come up. Somebody you want to thank. Yes. Man, that's tricky. You know, was there one announcer? Was there one guy who said, "Hey, man, I think you've got a lot of talent to do this, but you got to do X." You know, I think there are a lot of people. Man, I was uh, back in the day in Boston. You know, I was just scratching and clawing trying to get on the air you know I'll hire me as the business manager i'll do everybody's expenses but just let me do some sports updates and there were the two guys anthony peppy and then ryan Rasilla, who you may have heard of who's gone on to work at espn oh, yeah. and did the show with scott van pelt so great great he's really fucking entertaining so yeah. when i first went in to they added me to his show in boston and you know Rasilla, like he's no nonsense like if and he's quick like, very yeah, quick like, fast, like it, yeah. and so i was added to his show and early on you know they weren't necessarily thrilled with that you know so we be doing an interview and they'd be giving me the hand or whatever it was and but those two guys did more for me than anybody else Rosillo taught me how to prepare to do a sports radio show and Anthony Pepe was the guy who insisted I was good enough to be on the show do you still talk uh, to those guys both of those guys yeah so I when mean, uh, here we Dan Duba mentioned this when he first got the job with the Knights the first thing he did was call us two mentors and tell them like hey it fucking happened, bro. So when, yeah. when when you first got bumped up to the main chair in UFC, did you make those calls? As Absolutely. Well? And there are other guys. I mean, how much time do we have? I will say a couple of the guys that were those people have passed away. But, you know, yeah. Kieran Portley is another name and the late Anthony Mormile, the late Bruce Connell, our, our yeah. longtime UFC pay-per-view producer yeah. passed away earlier this year. But that's a good call, man. Uh, maybe some overdue phone calls out of me. But, uh, yeah, there's just a lot of people that that have helped me and given me a chance to it's all about being ready though for that opportunity because i sent out 260 radio demos right, right to montana and albuquerque and everywhere else and the only bite i got was from espn radio in bristol connecticut right what wow. are the odds right yeah so i go down there for my audition you know and i didn't know it was going to be an on-air audition i thought it was just you go audition in the back and it's an on-air audition they throw you in do the 420 sports update on national radio and wow you got to be ready, you know, <laughs> um, and thankfully, I guess I was ready. But well, I you know what say. they say, luck is when skill meets opportunity, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. losers say that, but whatever. Um, I'm kidding. No, Dan. losers. What, what's your Pinterest handle for the, the people at home? Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. Don't have <laughs> Pinterest. I'm kidding. Since we're, we're thinking about it, though, I want to thank Forrest Whitaker because I'm married. Um, he taught me about the side eye. So that means I, I can look at other girls with my wife still walking with me. I never got to thank him on air. I want to thank him now. I also want to thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having John, me. John, this was a fucking blast. Dude, Thanks for having us in your hotel room. Awesome. It means yeah, a lot to great. me that you guys would come. I'm happy to do it anytime. Well, we're not leaving, so I hope you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now's when the gangbang starts. <laughs> uh, for John Hennick, uh, Dan Holloway, Jared Taylor, we're the Drinking Bros. Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>